Hello and welcome back to Barely D&D, your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. My name is Zach and I am here to introduce today's wonderful episode, episode 74 of the Accidental Adventures, My Fairest Fae. Before we can get into today's episode, I need to recap last week's episode, episode 73, Mind Games. Ro panicked as she searched in desperation for a cure to the numbing effects of the Crook of the Mad Prince, Boz's magical staff, the unexplained powers of which were slowly pulling every crew member away from consciousness. A clever casting of Liaman's tiny hut ensured a momentary reprieve and gave Rowanush, Baguber, and Bilfrey time to plan the retrieval of the unconscious Greta and a desperate vie to gain the spellcasting insights of the only other caster remaining on the vessel after Boz's mysterious departure. The attempt proved successful, but at the cost of Bilfrey falling unconscious as well. With Greta returned to the safety of the hut and some time purchased with Bilfrey's bravery, Greta and Ro discussed what this change in the staff could possibly mean and how it might be reversed. The two casters combined their growing arcane prowess and surprisingly Ro's musical acumen to discern a pattern within the strange thrumming of the staff's pieces and define this to be the abstract framework for a conjurational spell. In a last-ditch effort to see the disorienting powers of the crook dampened, the pair of spellcasters performed the conjuration of unclear potency themselves and found manifold consequences. The legendary druidic staff's mind-numbing magics were halted, but the staff also suddenly came apart and opened a portal into the Feywilds themselves. Rowan Greta stands stunned now, with an interplanar portal roaring before them, and an incredible figure having suddenly strode outward to meet them. Without a further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to Barely D&D, a sort of Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> podcast. My name is Jackie, and I play Aruna Greenbottle, and we are back with some episode two energy. Accidental and adventures, just, yo. Yeah, the three just the people three of us. Accidental um, I think it was so discordant that we're not going to get copyright claimed. Yeah, they're like, what song is that? I don't know. They're like, the, the machine cannot tell. It's just not the right notes. Um, but, uh, yes, it is another episode, Land and Liss, as we shall probably be for a time. Uh, but also, Michaelis, but also Michaelis, and that will probably go for a time long. For uh, this will probably be the last time of that. You got no Mike. She's gonna you got no Landon. She's gonna find her way out of that cornfield at some point. So we'll get her back. But the sun's <laughs> setting in Texas, so we should probably. Oh, no, find she's gonna go feral. <laughs> the moon's the coming aliens out. Will get her. The moon. The aliens will get her. Aliens will. Aliens will bring her back. It's fine. Man, it sure is episode two. So anyway, <clears throat> do we have a letter question? Because I don't think we thought of one. No. <laughs> you looked Maybe past me and quick. then to me and went, no. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything on the mind, Jackie? Can I, can I phone a friend? Sure. Yeah. Phone that friend. Who are you phoning? <laughs> Without even knowing. Phoning a friend. The vibrations in the floor are moving closer to the door. Hello, friend. Do you have a you're question? On the, you're actually on the phone. <laughs> I phoned a friend. You yeah, she's wow. on the we're, phone. We're recording it was not a lie. And I was like, phone a friend. Um, <laughs> Who is this? Abby is live, just on a phone call. <laughs> Do you have a question that we can use for the letter of the You <laughs> <laughs> really are the accidental adventures. Okay, we actually have a question. We have a, okay, we have a question. Who is this? From who? No, no, leave it a mystery. And good luck editing this, Zach. That's literally great. Okay. okay. The question is, if your character were going to go to like a carnival or an amusement park or anything, what would be the first place that they went and why? That's a good question. 
Okay. This is fixed flags no, the, the energy has all to go. over again. Hey, friend, they say you have to go. Bye, friend. Whoever you are. Bye. <laughs> random are, friend. But... Does this Alrighty. friend listen to the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a fun okay, one. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, let's start with uh, uh, Rowena Greenbottle. No, we always start with me. That's true. Griba? Mm. Where are you going at the carnival and or fair? The carnival. This is so perfect because it matches with our last one. Mm. Um, that's really silly, Zach. What you're doing? Um, I oh, this is hard. Maybe I think maybe the bread. Um, mm. yep. But I also <laughs> think, yeah, the bread. Or the if, old carnival bread. Yeah, or if there was like a uh, my top carnival three. bread. My top three is the bread, <laughs> or if there's kind of like a strange like. <laughs> Figure hunched over in the corner, <laughs> or the children's section. I no, think all of those things are weird. I think bread, <laughs> and then she'd make a beeline to the to the children's section. Just arms, pockets, hair full of bread, and then if she saw a strange figure <laughs> on the way, she'd she stop gladly makes a detour. She'd stop and talk to them. Um, that is that is some consistent characterization. <laughs> don't take bread from strangers, kids. Um, Rowena, you know, what would be your what's your carnival go to? I think she would go straight. We love Ro. Love she's got a sweet tooth, so I think mm, she would go mm-hmm. straight True. to the funnel cakes, and she'd go get her a big funnel cake like the size of her face, and have like all the strawberries, chocolate, anything, any toppings she's allowed to get on there, she'll get put on there, and then she'll take her funnel cake and she'll go find, um like the music yeah. stage mm, and she'll just mm. plop down right in front and just chill with her funnel cake and listen to music all day. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, who is the DM NPC? The I want to know one of like the, the like, like Alondra or yeah, like Bella Andra. I okay. like Alondra. I kind of want to know. Bella. Okay. Okay. Then do Bella Andra. I don't care. No. I'm just going to go ahead and do a laundry now. Okay. Um, do you want to know? What is a laundry doing at the state fair? What, what, would, what would a laundry do at a carnival? That's a great question. A laundry's life is just like chaos and it's so hectic. I think she'd really just want to relax. So if there's like face painting anywhere. Ooh, or yeah. Or just something really like simple and like something kind of ch- like yeah like cotton candy yeah and then she's throwing some darts yeah. to pop some balloons Greta runs past <laughs> yeah and she goes they're both in the children's section today and you know yeah. and she yeah. <laughs> but they're- i mean for real though you know like I, I think she would just find something simple and nice and sweet and just they both go to the children's section but with like very different intentions and energies <laughs> Like Greta's and like, on the way by, she sees the figure in the alley, and she goes, "Not for me." Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Ro would also get cotton candy and put it on top of the funnel cake. Oh man, now I want funnel like, cake melting in your mouth. So moving on from funnel cake, cotton candy. This is a level nine adventure. <laughs> the date I is like thirty-four eighty-eight. Police butter, Bjolskone five. And I think we're continuing our long tradition of this campaign is either like a week is passing in five seconds, or one day is passing in five sessions yeah. it's, it's one or the other mm-hmm. but um it is the fifth of bialskoned and let's say that it's six it's six 21 and 13 seconds p.m lucky 13 lucky 13 
Why did you yee-yee that? And it's adventure, uh, it's episode 74, My Fairest Fay. That's the noise that Greta made when she saw the door. <laughs> oh, I love that. Boom, like door magic, and then just, whoa, dude. <laughs> Greta went, I saw, dude. Greta would get along with skaters. Greta would, Greta would, Greta would totally get along with like skaters. Greta, if Greta were around now, she'd look like if you smashed like the hippie and the grunge aesthetic together. She's hippie grunge. Sounds hippie grunge. You know what? Yeah, that is very Greta. Well, without a further ado, I believe you all remember what was going on. So you guys are on the poor bet, and there's just this thundering portal of insane imagery to another realm, and this very tall lady has walked out. And she, um, as she steps out, she sort of stands over you all. And her eyes are intense. She like, whatever she's looking at any time, she fix on it, fixates on it greatly. And she walks out. She's just taking in the environment all around her, drinking in the imagery. And she doesn't, fascinatingly, she doesn't look at you all first. She first begins consuming the image of the boat. And then taking in the ocean, looking up at the sky. And she spends a good moment trained on the clouds themselves. And then finally, when her eyes do work their way back down, it's like a startling, captivating intensity. She trains it on each of you. What are you all doing? And I'll tell you what, before anything, Shpagoober just takes his hands off of the helm and just like crosses them over each other in front of him like he's kind of like like a schoolboy or something like he doesn't know what to do so he just goes automatically to like yes ma'am <laughs> and he like crosses his hands and just kind of stands there in like awestruck attention Rose steps how far away are we from this we walked mean, a little it's bit a small forward. ship how far yeah. away do you want to be from the portal like four oh, feet. You said you were walking toward the the porthole below. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, like you're like towards the opening. Uh, so you're like 15 <clears throat> feet away from the portal, and you're like five well, feet away from her. She's towering over you. Uh, no, I'm gonna. I was like two or three steps away from the entrance, yeah. and then as soon as I, as soon as her hand came out, I like backed up. Step. No, I stepped off to the side. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm <laughs> like perpendicular. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nearby, but yeah. Yeah. She's um, just standing there. She looks at us. She looks to you. To me? Okay. I'm looking up at her. I'm just going to kind of nod. And, and. Turns and puts her eyes to Row. Um. Uh, hi. There. Ooh. I'm. I'm going to. Uh say hello in Sylvan. You can say no to this. <clears throat> There's no pressure. But if you want, knowing that Sylvan is very, like, lilting, like, Athrain, like, you know, elven, wispy language, you just want to make up a hello, and that can just be canon hello in Sylvan. Okay. <laughs> we'll say it's Athrain. Athrain. Okay. She just looks to you. Athrain. 
Kerim in Arsene's voice doesn't tell us You understand her to say in the Sylvan that you speak uttered very differently than how you learned it but the words you recognize and who might you be? There's um, a lady. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my, my name is Greta. Um, welcome to the poor bet. This is our ship. Greta? Yes, ma'am. I just turned to you, Ro. And then in common. And who are you? <laughs> um, uh, Ro- Rowena Greenbottle. Um, and, and, and you? You don't know who I am. And yet you've called me. cocks her head curiously and she steps down out of the portal and as her feet step down onto the boat it just very gently and wherever she steps out of the wood of the boat like little primroses begin like pushing up pushing the wood apart and growing from wherever she treads and small like little fox tails and just like grasses and flowers begin blooming and she steps around the hole in the floor she looks down over it she has very smooth graceful motions and as she's walking, the pattern in that dress is just continuing to fold over itself, transitioning colors. It is hard to look away from her. And you also notice that at the edges of her, there's like, you know, heat waves right above the ground in the summer on concrete? Mm-hmm. That's coming off of her at every angle. But not only is the, is the air like waving and dissimilating into, into a vague fuzz, there's also iridescent color. Like there's this like aura of just changing light all around her as she walks. Mm. She looks forward into the hole. And then to Shpigoober. Shpigoober just goes, uh-huh. <laughs> and she goes, and nods. Just kind of taking in his stupefied state, very familiar with it. She turns back to Ro. So, Green Bottle, why am I here today? Um, we have a we have a friend that um that's that's part of our group. He, as you're talking, she just treads right up to you and gets like a little too close. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel intimidating. Just she just completely walks into your space and she towers over you, just looking down at you. I mean, quite literally more than three feet above you. She looks down at you and she's listening intently with those, like, hungry eyes. Mm -hmm. But not... There's no no change in posture, no leaning forward, just listening intently as you speak. Um, he... He he looks a lot like me. He has... He's druidic and once we got on the ship, he was gone and his bees... And his staff um, started buzzing, and um, I figured out a, a, a pattern, I guess. And I, I, I copied the pattern until I got it, and then that's when 
when you came about. Um, she turns. We were just trying to find our friend. And she looks to the split apart tree like crook. So you're not the owner of the staff? Oh, uh, no, no. Um, I, I, I know a little bit of druidic magic, but not like he does. And uh, it's it's his staff, but I, I, we don't know where he is. And our friends started passing out. So I did what I could do. And um, now you're here. <laughs> um, she like turns and she she sits down at the edge of the boat and she lifts up her hands as if to move her gown to the side and she moves her gown away from her water from the edge of the sea like lifts up behind her hands and just spills up over the edge of the boat and then where it lifts into the air it just freezes into ice on the side of the boat until it makes like a seat she sits down against it elegantly and folds her hands into her lap and crosses her legs Well, then it seems that I've come here without the ability to find what I seek. So what might I find here? Rowena and Greta. What are you... What Tell me you something see? wondrous. Something curious. Well, um, what kind of story are you looking for? Besides curious and wonder? I don't know. That's the nature of the thing. Mm-hmm. You, what is a triad doing? Walking among the material plane? Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> are you referring to me? Um, Where have you come from? Your fae? Uh, no, I'm. I'm not. I'm not Fay. Um, uh, you are. W- well, I. I know magic, and I. I have. Look um, to your arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To your hair. Uh, yeah. I had uh, up until a few months ago, I had never seen anyone that looked like me until uh, our friend who who owns that staff. Um, I ran into him, in in Unsen, and he said we were considered half dryads um if you're any portion fae or fae uh, uh, <laughs> she reaches up a finger and it lights up with color in a row mm. there are tiny like granule imprints in your skin like the pattern of wood that we've talked about in the past as she lights up her mm. finger starting at the crown of your forehead there's a bit of light and it races down in lines mm. through every single last fissure and line of your skin in the wood pattern and you feel this like movement and pounding of your heart against your chest and it's like your whole body just responded to her and she lowers down a finger who who are you i'm your lady i'm your ruler you don't know who i am not the thing to say to you I, I, I'm Kitsia Yuge, Kitsia Yuge, of the Seelie Court. Can we spell that? K-E-E, 
D-H S-E-A apostrophe Y-E-H G-E-E Kids here you get Of the Sealy Court? Mm-hmm. DM, have I ever heard that term? <laughs> like, give me like a... Oh, man. Give me a really, really, really high um, DC. What's your... What's your... Oh... We're going to call this... This is like mythology. We're going to call this a rumors check. What's your rumors modifier? Uh, oh, crap. I don't have it written down, but I know that's the one that I took as proficient. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's charisma. Uh, yeah, so it would be a plus... Nine? Okay. Also, no biggie and no pressure, but you guys really should take those additional skills and put them on your sheet, just so you know. But no pressure. Yeah. <clears throat> We get one proficiencies, those, right? Yes, you can choose from the... I mean, they should yeah. all be on your sheet, and you should probably put them under the sections they're assigned to, but you can choose one of them with which to be proficient. Um, and the ones that say flexible, it doesn't mean that you can choose in between, like, whether or not they're strength or dex each time. You assign them to one of the two. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> moving back to where it was. Um, okay, so this is going to be extremely high DC, but I don't want to set a DC outside of what you're even capable of rolling if I haven't already predetermined that. So we're going to call it DC 28. Okay. Wah, wah. Can I make it? <laughs> an 11? Greta, the DC is lower for you. Can Given I? your previous company, there is a chance you would know this lady. So you can give me a, a DC 26 um, arcana, or it could be history for you, given... Your time with the babes. We love the babes. Those are good old babes. I'm going to use my inspiration on that. Do it. Do it. I'm going to cast guidance. Execute order 66. (laughs) Just looking... Are we at what's that total broken? You said history, history specifically given because the hags are fake. That'll be a 31. Oh my what? goodness, was that a nat 20? No, that was an 18. No, that was a 16 plus guidance. Okay, that's a new campaign record. 31 is the highest roll of the campaign. <laughs> I'm gonna draw a bunch of arrows toward it and a smiley face. Oh, Wait, I need to erase. <laughs> Um, Don't forget to erase your inspiration, players. <laughs> With a 31. Oh, dang. Okay. The Feywilds are ruled by the Seely Court. They are the six individuals who rule over all of the Feywilds. All of it. This is one of the six rulers of just Fey. This is a Fey lord or a Fey lady in this instance. Uh, 
But they're not like a deity. Like I know, I know Ro doesn't know this, but like it's not really a deity. It's like. Well, I would love to shroud this in uh, in mystery and confusion, uh, but given a thirty actual crapping one, mm-hmm. there's really nothing I can leave out about that. So um, they are they are known as the as the brilliant court quite often, or the splendorous court, and. Um, what was your what was your question, Jackie? I've suddenly forgotten it. If if it was a um, she's technically a deity. Um no, so this would not be yeah. a deity. Fays are not divine. They are yeah, that's what I thought. from the magic of natures. Now, in a strange way, that could technically intersect with the divine, but they are they are this is not a deity. Though for purposes of just sheer ability and power, to consider and this would be Greta's understanding, to consider this person, this creature on par with like a demigod would be mm. practical. Mm. This is an incredibly powerful being. Um, she is, she would be phenomenally, tremendously powerful. And um, uh, she is, she is one of the rulers of all the Feywilds. So the Seelie Court um, rules the Feywilds uh, in opposition with the Unseelie Court, also known as the Glooming Court. It is literally just Seelie with UN in front of it. Um, and the two are in opposition to each other. Um, they're like two opposing ruling powers. But importantly, you would have learned from the hags that it's not a ruling power in the way that you guys know it from Yalabrin. So the Seelie Court does not manage the political affairs of the land. Indeed, it could be said that there are no political affairs. They are not rulers in the sense that they tax and they legislate. They are rulers in the sense that the characteristics of the Fae, the heart of the Fae, the nature of the Fae, is overlooked by them, is overseen. They are... It could be said that they watch over the heart of the Fae realm, and that the essential characteristics of the Fae, if parted apart and boiled down, are captured in who they are. And that it is not theirs to maintain borders or trade to oversee the function of a nation, but instead to exist as embodiments of characteristics of fey being and in that way to perpetuate their existence. So their, their role is to be aspects of what it is to be fey and from them and their character so flows that characteristic of the fey altogether. Mm. Wow. So, I oh know a thirty-one. I can't. I can't limit a thirty-one. Okay, so you would know. We'll say that this is the member of the Seely Court about whom you know them. Wow, thirty-one. Shoot, mm. we're gonna have to. We're Go just gonna Abby. have to. Go Abby. We're gonna have to full-on episode eleven this thing. The one <laughs> roll's gonna have to lead to another. Okay, give me a. Give me another. Give me a conjoined history check. Give me a history check attached to this one. Um. And I'll have more to say about her with the 31, because I have to respect that. But this is to know more about the Sealy Court altogether. DM, I'm asking because I got... DM, I'm asking because I got zoinked with this before. Mm-hmm. How does she react when I cast a Guidance? Didn't care. Didn't care? Okay. <laughs> oh, 
She calls the caps on us. Like, Yo, Visky, get in here. <laughs> Yo, Visky, key. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I picture him like on a radio, like on a like a disc jockey. Yeah, Abby. I love I'm Abby's so face happy. right now. I just, I just, I. How did you end up there? Didn't you roll kind of marginally? I did. I have an absolutely bonkers history modifier. It's her biggest one, right? That's true. It's, isn't yeah. it your biggest modifier? It's like my religion. <laughs> yes, Abby. <laughs> I. This is just. This is like. What'd you get? I got a twenty-four. Wow. I like this is just this is, the amazing. Peak, this is the peak of Greta. Like and this is the peak okay. of <clears throat> So continuing with the 31 and then we'll move on to what you got from for the 24. This this is this I want to be clear. This is very esoteric. This is specific knowledge. This is knowledge that not a great deal of mortals on Yalabdin would possess. Um but this lady of the Fae, she is Okay, hold on. Let me pull her sheet back up. She is a uh, uh, Kitsuyagi, the she's Kitsuyagi, the curious wanderer, is what she is called. Eee. She is also known as uh, Kitsuyagi, the terribly beautiful, and also as Kitsuyagi, the insatiable wonder. Um, she is the lady of fascination, obsession, and adoration. She controls obsession because is this where Rose TD comes from? <laughs> Well, and those those things are very complicated when I say those. Yeah. So when I say that she yeah, is the lady of obsession, <laughs> some believe that it is that is she is the object of obsession. Some believe that obsession flows from her. Some believe like it is. These are much less defined and clear than they are in the material plane. Like these are truths known about the Seely rulers, the Seely lords and ladies, but to know what they even mean is complicated. Mm. It is ambiguous and complicated, and that just how the fae be. Right. That's awesome. You also know. Now moving to your. Oh, dang a thirty-one. Okay, we're, we're gonna have to move back and forth between these checks because those are crazy rolls. Okay, yeah. back to the twenty-four. The the Sealy and the Unsealy courts are very specific. They are esoteric. They are hidden. But respecting the coin, the conjoined power of a thirty-one and twenty-four, you know some of the members of both courts. You've heard from the babes. You know two of the other members from the Sealy court. Two of the six. You also know Yelik Tananth, the Mad Prince. Also known as the Wayless Wanderer. Also known as the All-Knowing Fool. What they called me in high school. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Um, <laughs> Did Boz is, ever tell us the name? Yeah. Like, did he ever yes. say it? Yes. So, DM, mm -hmm. I, I know that name from Boz. Do I know he is one of the members of you the You know Seelie that Court? he is one of the Seelie Courts and that he is one of the six lords okay. of all of the Fae. Okay. 
and you know that he abides over. Man, this is just turning into a massive history check, but it's pretty cool. You know that he abides over. Um, of the Seely Court? Yes, the Seely Court. You know that um, his is the dominion and nature and character of um, freedom. Of curiosity, which overlaps a bit with Kitsiegi. Yeah. These are complicated relationships. <clears throat> and of uh, of oh, this, this it's going to sound pretentious to say this, but of like effervescence, of like unbound, un that kind of fits into freedom. He, he is. He is. Oh, and also of, um, of, uh, uh, he is the Lord of, uh, uh, ephemerality. So that is like, temp, like temporary. He is not the, he is not the fay of, of perenniality. So it's not like endurance and continuation, but he is, he is the, the fay of passing, of change. Yeah. And also of madness. <laughs> now, before we go on to the third member of the seal, you know, you'll with a 24 connected to the 31. Again, I'm treating this like I did in episode 11, where the two influence each other, yeah. these two checks. Yeah. You will know three members of the seal and three members of the unseal. Yeah. So before we go to the third level, third member of the seal, you know that famously, um, uh, Kitsia Yaga and Yelik Tanan are, su- are supposed to be connected. Mm. They are supposed to be lovers. I ship it. And that in a similar way to Twilo and Twila, <gasps> they are always moving toward each other or moving away. One always pursuing the other always fleet or fleeting. And they switch I back and forth. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. <sighs> now the third member mm-hmm. is Thudas. T-H-U-R-A-A-S Thuras the Rolling Thunder Also known as Thuras the Beating Heart (laughs) Thuras the grasping hand and Duras the roaring wind. She is the Fey Lady of Might of Resistance of Will and of passion. She is known, uh, and, and if, again, moving back to the, to the 24 in conjunction with the 31, you would know that um, Kitsia Yaga, or Kitsia Yigi, really, it's not Kitsia Yaga, it's Kitsia Yigi. She, she has a very important role as kind of like, she's this like binding center of the Fey Court, of the Unseely Court, so, or excuse me, the Seely Court. So it's not that she is the leader or the head, that's not how it works, but she is this like glue to the court. 
largely because all of the fae lords and ladies influence each other. Mm. There is no head, and as much as they're, they are not an organized group in a way, um, it, it is much more a series of relationships than like we would know, we would know uh, lords and ladies as like a political entity, an importantly conjoining body. It is their relationships to each other that makes them the court. It is, it is very organic, very plastic, very familially connective. This is the nature of their reign. There's very little politic involved <clears throat> other than the politic of the heart. And um, Thuras is like the great power, the great strength of the Seelie court. Um, Yelik Tananth is the great... He changes it, and he keeps it moving and alive. He keeps it from stagnation, from solidification. Kitsiegi, she is an object of fascination to the other members of the court. And there is a binding, connective nature to her in the way that she draws the other members in continually. <clears throat> and with the 31, I swear I'm. this is going to curtail at some point. And also, for the listeners who are in for the plot, just skip a couple of minutes ahead. For you lore nerds, you're welcome. Um, cool. So, um, you would know with your ridiculous 31. So, I- assuming, I'm assuming at this point that, like, for a year, you were fascinated with the Celia and yeah. and you slowly drew it out of the babes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking that, uh, yeah, we can get into also, that later. Also, as an important note, but... the babes and the Coven Crown were not fond of the courts. Neither court? Neither court. They were <sighs> much more... Um, <clears throat> accepting of the unseelie court than the seelie court, but they were not fond of either. Um, no, wait, they were more favored. They were of the- much more fond of the unseelie. They spoke okay. much more highly of the unseelie than the seelie, but they were resistant to their existence altogether. Hmm. They found it a. Um, they were not. They were not fond of that ruling nature. Um, their authority was that of which they were not fond. So. You know that Yelik Tananth is much the power of the mind. She influences. You would know that uh, Kitsiyagi is much the power of the heart. In a sense of connection. So that much of her power connects to the ability to captivate, to capture. Much of uh, Yelik Tananth's power is connected to the ability to uh, to obfuscate, to confuse. Um, Thuras's power is connected much to the pow- like the soul or the passion of the heart. Also thunder and lightning. <laughs> She's just powerful. Some consider Thudas to be the most powerful of all fae. Um, and then let me know when you're ready for the Unseelie, because okay. this is a lot of lore dump. Give me like... Yeah, no, no rush. Lore dump! <clears throat> I'm ready. Now, I'm, I'm going to go back on what I said a little bit. From the Unseal, you're going to know two. Um, partially because knowing the members of the courts is just massively big. And I'll say the reason there's a three is because you've literally know of one of them personally and have met another now. So let's let's reel it back to two. Okay. So there's some high rolls, but it's still a, it's a huge faith. It's a huge lore thing. Um, Would it? 
and the hags would have been resistant to this supplication. Ah, okay. Um, also, I may not have planned all the courts yet. So, um, <laughs> but moving to the Unseelie, the first of the Unseelie you know is Jir. J-I-E-R-L. Jirl. Or just Yirl. Some say Jirl, some say Yirl. Uh, Yirl the Many Masked. Also known as Yirl the Duplicitous. Mm-hmm. Also known as Yirl the Fickle. Fickle. Also known as Gilles the um, the mischievous. You would know that Gilles from the Unseelie is the Fey uh, Lord of. It is from Gilles' character that that flows um, deception. His domain is one of. He is. It is also the cleverness, like cleverness is often attributed to him. As well as independence. Again, a very important note is that the Sealy and the Unsealy overlap in domains. They are they are not as cleanly separated as like say deities, for example. Um as well as uh the desire for individuality is very much of Yield. Uh, and you would know that his his um, power is much one of perception. <laughs> is this Rose actual god? <laughs> perception, deception, yeah. desire for individuality. The other unsealing, and I swear after this I'll be done with the lore dump. What's up, what incredible roles is um, Mahtep. M A A H T E P. Also, I really liked the look you flashed and me like, yeah, Zach, you want to spell that out for me, you psychopath? Um, <laughs> Machtep, Daughter of Shadows. Oh. You would know that much like Thuras, she is considered the mightiest of the Unseelie. And she's known as Machtep, Daughter of Shadows. She is also known as Machtep, the Evershade. Machtep the Cold Release. And Machtep the Ever Hidden. Hers is the nature and characteristic of seclusion. Um inward treasuring so sort of I haven't come up with a good way to say this yet so help me if you can help me clarify into words but basically coveting is too negatively charged a word because again the Celia and Unseelie thing it's more complicated than that it's more mm-hmm. than just good and bad yeah. you know it's much grayer but hers is the um, private treasuring so like sort of like the way Greta keeps her secret yes and yeah. I don't know how to put it into words but like um, mm, like personal mystery. 
Yeah, but it, it's it's more of it's more of like a value, but something of that nature. Yeah. I will let you record that however yeah, you yeah, will. Yeah. It's complicated and ambiguous. No, like inward that. treasuring makes sense. Yes, inward treasuring. You said that, and I thought like Greta. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Also, um, like yearning possess. No, it's it's more personal. Yeah. But um, also mm. um, that of uh, content. Mm. Content mm. flows from her. As well as um, mystery. Mm-hmm. And you would know that her power is much one of uh, confusion's too simple, but mystery. Her power is much one of mystery, also one of cold. In the way that Thudas also has just has like an elemental intersection versus mm-hmm. much one of cold. Yes. So this is what you know of the Celian Unsealy, which is a lot. Also, you would know you're 31, uh, and this is just I'm going to cap it here. I swear you have to stop at some point. But the Hags have a very complicated relationship with the Celian Unsealy Court. Um, the babes were never very specific with you, but. You always got the feeling that there was a deeper reason that they were not, that they were so disdainful of their institution for both, and so particularly stalwartly resentful of the Sealy Court. And that there must be some actively negative relationship between Hags and Sealy. And while very um, disdained by the institution of the courts, much less negatively. Um, uh, disposed toward, predisposed toward the unseely. Hmm. And we'll cap it at that. Because that's yeah. quite a bit. But, um, um, a fey lady is in front of you. So, do I recognize her? Yes. Discreet. Okay. And she sits there on her um, throne of ice, the side of the poor bed. One more question. Mm-hmm. I know that they're lords and ladies. Would Greta know how typically like the subjects are no idea. okay so she just knows because the they're... nature of subjugation was very got much it. not of interest to the hags got it got it got it they were against such institution you would know that it was quite important to the babes to be um uh subject to none though they were quite fond of others being subject to them Okay, I guess... Okay. She sits there with her fixated eyes studying you, and I've really forgotten where we last were in conversation with her. Anyone remember? Um, um, she, she did the thing where she kind of lit yes, up yeah. her row, and then she was like... Oh, yes, 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 thank you, thank you. And then, like, you don't know... Who, well, that's how we got here, because she yes. said, you, I rule you and you don't know who I am, and I did a history check, and Abby did a history check. Yes. And that's where we went. So, so she's I... continuing off of that beat. Okay. Uh, I guess Greta's kind of been putting all the dots together and, and her brain's been worrying and then all of a sudden she... Very much in a similar moment to smacking your head on the pavement and learning everything about history of Nifty. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, like I guess, it's the well, flourish of the water that... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so can I just like... Yeah, yeah. I watch, I, I watch that Greta's watching with absolute like Hawkeye. She's... she's like her eyes are darting, her brain is—you can see her brain working. 
Um, and when when Ro when she watches the interaction between Ro and and this this wonderful lady, and and that's I guess like the last puzzle piece that she needs. And and she looks back to the to the lady, and she kind of like does a little does a little bow, and like lowers her head. She opens her eyes with fascination, tilts her head forward. And, and who are you, wandering child? That you are not of my kind, but subject of my heart. She's just going to stand up, and, and she's going to say, um, my, my name is Greta Smallstar, and... Paltry information. You know what I really ask. Do not deny me. Yes, ma'am. I... Use no formal title. I am more than that to you. And she lifts a hand and waves it towards you. And she does. This, like, fog rises up from the ocean. And just spreads across the boat. And it blows your hair back. And as it moves back across Greta... Nothing has changed about her. But she looks different. It's just a sudden like, bye. And as her hair moves back, it like, it's not cleaner, but it is freer. Like her hair is like lifted up more and falls more lightly around her shoulder, though of the same nature and quality as it was before. Her skin is like a little more luminous, not lighter, not darker, but just a little more showing. And Greta, you get this sensation in your heart, this like tug. And you feel the, the symbol shift in your chest and it feels heavier. Than usual, like, like something about that symbol is resisting something in her, but you feel an opposite resistance in you. Your heart like begins to beat a little, a little harder, a little faster. You feel it in your chest, and feel like a. Right now, you, your identity, feels slight, just for a moment, slightly less opaque, slightly clear. Like something in you is just for a moment, slightly more crystallized. And everything just suddenly seems a little brighter to you for a moment and dims. She continues to look at you, her eyes, her brilliant silver eyes, shining with light and rainbow tones behind them, just studies you closely as her hand falls gracefully back down to her lap. Greta's, that, that kind of burst of fog washes over Greta, and I don't think it's strong enough to push her back, but I think just the shock and the... Mm. the Moves you back to a heel. Yeah, it, I, she kind of stumbles a little bit, and then she's like, like speechless in a way that I don't think Greta has, like, like, really just awestruck and and she feels, yeah, like freer and and like a little lighter. She I gets think. this churlish smile. She rotates her arm that just thousands of light freckles. I mean, you can't see them below the dress, but that on her hand as her hand shifts, the luminous thousands of light freckles on her hand rotate, and she says. There is no such thing as a small star. Only a light further away mm. for those who do not see it. It's that tall little one. Your heart is fate. And Greta just kind of nods. And then she tilts her head up and her eyes remain 
intensely fixated on you. And what was at first a feeling of great acceptance of being seen, it turns slightly, and I will, I will never tell you what you feel, but there is a mm-hmm. sensation of exposure. Mm-hmm. It's like suddenly she's seeing through you, into you. Mm-hmm. And there are pieces of you layered, hidden, that suddenly feel exposed. She trains you again. That very accepting gaze suddenly feels... It's like putting your hand to ice. Cooling. And you know somewhere deep inside of you, it cools you when you are hot. It also burns the skin a little yeah. bit. Or the equal sensation of something warm, where it feels good yeah. but burns slightly. There's a dual yeah. experience of this. She studies you, she says... But lies keep you from sight. For you lie to yourself now, even as you look upon me. Greta's... Greta's gonna... She's gonna take off... She's gonna pull out her necklace. Okay, so the symbol. Well, of she's the, gonna like, pull it out and, the, and like, elk, hold it in her hand. Yeah, the elk antlers, the black stone, crisp and beautiful, gets lifted up out of your uh, out of your cloak mm-hmm. and raised on the on the front. And as it lands, row from feet away from mm-hmm. this from this instrument that might weigh less than a pound, you hear like a as she sets it down on her chest. You feel the force, even as it just lightly drops to her chest. Which we have a real one of the jacket that Abby is wearing. Yeah. And it just lands yeah. heavy on your chest. Yeah. Um She looks at it with fascination and then to you. And she's she's gonna say She's gonna like kinda gesture to the big emerald. And Oh, it's it's in fragmented pieces pulled yeah, over isn't the portal. It shattered? Okay. It she's not there. She's gonna well, she's gonna gesture the staff. to gotcha. that big to the staff and she's gonna say I, I the crook of the mad prince gave me a dream and and somebody said that I was coven coven he said that I was coven you know that you are or at least so they have named you do you say that you are I didn't say anything in the dream, but I wish that I had. Who do you say that you And again, you feel both. You just feel intensity. You feel as though you are standing before a bright light. But it feels as though, for a moment, you have been pulled a little bit out of shadow and also exposed all at once. It is a complex series of emotions. Hmm. I say that I'm a curious wonder. Quite a title. <laughs> what of you, Green Bottle? What am I? Who are you? It's what I asked you first. And all you've given me is your name. I'm a... a... a a bard, a a traveler, a... a world lover of religion and knowledge. Uh, I... 
Um, sometimes I feel powerful and other times I feel helpless. She just stares at you. I, 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 I don't know who I am. That's honesty. What did you say? Uh, she said honesty. Oh, okay. <laughs> she continues and she says, But every fate is true. No matter how changing. No matter how untrue. That's what separates us. That we are. Others do. But we are. Hmm. You look to all around you. They cannot tell. And then all of a sudden... Her eyes fixate on, like, your chest below your chin, like right kind of at your collarbone, where there is there are cloaks, there are layers. She just stares at it deeply mm. and intently. How come you by this? I think, like, Ro thinks she knows what she means, and... Um, the, the symbol of, of the maker? The instrument. Oh, the, the instrument. My lute? No. You misname it. She lifts her finger and the cord lifts up out of your, like, vestments. And the symbol of the maker falls to your chest. She stares at it. You've not yet learned to play it, have you? It's... <laughs> it's an, an instrument? Of an old song. I... Can't you hear it? It's playing now her eyes look out to the waves again just there is this rapacious fascination in every one of her looks you swear she never blinks she just looks out to the waves and stares at them transfixed can't you hear it Ro like picks it up or like holds it in front of her and like stares at it for I mean because she's is this a DM just to clarify mm -hmm. this is the one that Janice gave me right I believe so okay because I have I have two but the one that Janice gave me is the one that I I keep on me like that 
Um, and like Ro knows she's like attuned to it. So she's mm-hmm. just kind of fixating on it and kind of like trying to see if she can hear something or tell something different that she's never noticed before. How do you focus on it, bro? What does that mean um, in action? What is it that you do? She, like, even though there's this, like, incredible being, like, in front of her, she, she's so, like, fixated on it. it. Like, almost, like, kind of how she does her, like, little obsessions. She fixates on it so much that... Like, Ro doesn't look up from it. Like, she doesn't look back to... Like, she doesn't look up from it. She doesn't look back to anyone else after she's said this. Um, Ro kind of goes into, like, her trance thing she does when she's, like, meditating almost. Um, And just, like, she doesn't... Like, her eyes do not dart from it for, like, several minutes. Um, They never, like look away, like, not to see what she's doing, anything. Focus on it. Suddenly you just feel it in your hand. Just... You're all together very aware of its presence for a moment. Close your eyes. And the ocean dances. And you just hear it, just the ocean. It's whispers between the waves. You just hear. Along the side of the boat. You see traces of light through the windows in the orphanage. You feel a hand on your forehead. And you just feel for a moment. You feel. That your mother is dead. It just hurts. It just cuts and it stabs. Feel it deep in your chest. Not wanted. Not managed. Just genuine. And you just feel the loss. It's off. Kitsuyagi's voice kind of pulls you back to where you are for a moment. And she says, I didn't ask who she was. 
Who are you? What can a bird see? Because they have not listened. You've so much yet to hear. Bro. So much yet to see. And just that cold, intense, brilliant, warm, complicated expression just searches you. Greta, as you sit there, with a symbol on your chest, just hurts. Feels heavy, it aches. She straightens up for a moment, she looks out to the portal. Your friend. He did not know where my lover is gone. Neither a sense to you. And her eyes look to you all questioningly now. As if to, it was a statement, but as if to ask. Yeah, I shake my head. I say no. Her eyes move to Ro. No, um, I, uh, our friend had, had spoken, I, uh, he's a, he's a, uh, not our friend as in a fae, but, um, isn't he? Well, he is, yes, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, do you mean, rise fixate on you again? It's, it's uncomfortable to be in front of her. It's like being put in a light that you didn't want to stand in and suddenly seeing more than you wanted to see. It's, it's a lot. It's complicated. It's uncomfortable and thrilling. Um, Yelith Tanom, is that... Boz had spoken of him before. Have you not seen? Uh, no, we we haven't we haven't seen him. But he's um, Boz, <laughs> Boz, Boz, um, I he's spoken of him. She before stands up and, and just kind of like ignores what you're saying very suddenly. She's very like <laughs> transfixed moment by moment as she stands up. The whole throne, like like thrown in in time with her as she stands, just <laughs> melts back into the ocean. And where, where the water spills into the deck, flowers like daisies and lilies grow upward just out of the wood. She walks back toward the portal. He's always hard to find. She smiles. She turns back very suddenly, like kind of rounds on you all. And she does the whole dress, just turns with her and like... 
It's stupidly elegant, just like twists around her legs and wraps up at her feet perfectly. She's a little ridiculous. It would be ridiculous if she wasn't so like, ah, magical. She turns <laughs> back around and she looks at you all and she says, you've no questions for an arch Um, uh, the, the bees, Bozza's bees, they, they were what led me to you. Why? Like they, they were playing no. your song. Always looking for answers. You should seek better questions. You look from moment to moment. Look for solutions. She, like, she doesn't move, but just her expression leans towards you. And again, you feel that, like, yeah, she just keeps calling you out or whatever, but, but suddenly there's like a thrill in your heart. And you feel for a moment her joy and her fascination as she says, Look for better wonders. Search. For further adventures. You keep finding... Seeking destinations. But you haven't even started their journeys. Perhaps where that's... The destination is. Who cares of the bees? Have you even seen their wonder? You look for their purpose? Find their joy first. The waves have always whispered to you. Ask me a question, bro. From your heart. And she turns fully toward you, and you just, you, you just <clears throat> sense, just sensation. You couldn't put your finger on it. It's nauseating. And hairs stand up on your body, and like some of the flowers in your hair bloom just in response to her <laughs> as she stares at you full on. And it's just like, it's like, oh, it's, it's a lot. It's uncomfortable and wonderful. And she just stares at you full on, and she says, I want to hear your heart. Ask me from your joy. Was it, was it you? No. She smiles widely. This wild, almost mad joy spreading across her face as she says, There's just this really warm, knowing expression on her face. The waves aren't mine. Her eyes flit to you, Greta. Come now, curious one. I know you've something to ask. Wait, say that again, Zach. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little more bass in it. The problem is female voices are very hard to a, imitate. It's a yeah. It's a, such a cool voice. Because every time I put a bass in it, it just sounds like yeah. a dude. But yeah. Um, but not knocking ladies with deep voices. Sorry, I not trying to exclude. But she continues and she says, um, "What of you, curious one? You have not something to ask." As the DM gets a drink of coffee because it's hard on his throat. <laughs> 
I want to ask for a solution. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You think you need to? Ask from your heart. Ask not for an answer. Ask for a question. Ask from your joy, Greta. She stands up tall, and you feel like a pull from inside of you. Like, as if she's like pulling your heart, lifting you up, and it hurts. It feels bad, and you want it to stop. It also like, you can feel the adrenaline in your veins, and your lungs are heaving harder, and your heart is boom, 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 boom. She stands up tall, and she says, don't tell me they've stolen your hope, your joy. What could contain it? Greta's gonna, she's, she's gonna kind of look to the ground for a minute. And she's gonna remember. An afternoon that she spent in, in the dark woods, the gray woods. And she's remembering how, like, comfortable and just dark and quiet and, and melancholy all of that was. And she maybe she was chasing a squirrel or something or, or, you know, on some errand for the hags. And then, like, a, a yellow, just, just a, a ray of sunlight came through the, through the, through the branches. And she just watched as a little... A little leaf fell and it's she recognizes that feeling and it's the same that same just really really intense feeling and and she's she's gonna look back up and she's gonna I I don't I don't know how how it works yes you do I look up and and she's gonna take off the the hag symbol Okay, you pull at it. Give me a charisma saving throw, Greta. And before you tell me the answer, what is your what is your saving throw modifier? Uh, plus eight. Okay. I'm determining a DC, and sometimes when I give you guys very specific DCs, I don't like to set them arbitrarily beforehand. I like to compare them to the maximum you can roll, because that's kind of important. Yeah. Um, it's a 24. So you pull at it, and as you lift it up, nothing happens to you. There is no violent necrosis, no hag magic, but the weight as you pull it up is awful. Oh my goodness, Greta, pain. Mm -hmm. Just pain. You wrap your fingers around the cord and you can feel as your fingers squeeze it the sensation of Walter's hand pulling out of yours. You lift it upward and you can hear the desperate wheezing slips of Thespis' breath. You lift it upward and in the pounding of your heart, you can feel the pressure of a bird's as it grows still in your hand bringing it to your hags. You feel the death of so many things. A melancholic wave rushes over you. And a smack. I swear as you get it up next to your ears, you have never felt so weak in your life. And you can't pull it up. And it slips from your fingers. 
and as it falls down into your chest, you collapse under its weight to your knees, just under the deck as it crushes you downward. Mm. And a deep despair grabs you. At this, her face turns downward, and the first shadow of a gloom moves across her face. But it's not a darkness, it's, it's a brilliant anger. And she treads across the boat, tall. And she does, as she moves by the boat, the waves going the opposite direction start flowing the opposite direction to match her steps. And she moves by the flowers. There's flowers in random places all (laughs) over the deck now. As she treads across, they grow out from where her feet are. She moves close to you. And you can feel the intensity of her radiance above you, and it is awful. Hmm. And she reaches down and she places... A long finger outstretches to your head. And just for reference, it's like my putting my palm on your head to size comparison. <laughs> Almost. Not quite, but close. It's huge. It just taps you on your head. And as it reaches down and touches your hair, it is awful. It sears and burns as it touches you. Like like being touched by a cooling relief so cold that it burns mm-hmm. like ice. As it burns down, your body convulses and chills. And she just whispers, Get up, get up, get up. Get up. Is this who you are? She pulls her finger away. She looms over you. Greta's, she's gonna shake her head. And then she's, can I say just for like fun and flavor, she's like- you do what you want, She's There's like just (laughs) tears streaming out of her her eyes, but they're like, it's like a dark liquid. And I don't even know how that- Girl Yas, girl Yas. There's just like a, like, it's not Logistics, even... Logistics, never heard of them. Yeah. Mechanics, I don't know what they are. They're not even... Flavor. Like, you know when you cry and there's like one or two and they kind of... But it's like streaming out of her eyes. Like, it looks like she's crying, but it looks like there's like... Oil. Yeah. It, yeah. it looks like there's just... The Tin Man's going through it. <laughs> there's Yeah, there's just dark streaks like of... of like, just watery darkness coming out of her eyes. And, and she's going to like kind of like just claw at the the symbol again and, and as she like tries to works her work her way up to her feet she's gonna try and take it off again. Your fingers squeeze around the symbol. And as they squeeze, there are sharp points on the symbol, but mm-hmm. suddenly it cuts your hand. Mm-hmm. Take three points of piercing damage. As your fingers squeeze around it and it slices into your fingers and blood begins pouring down your hands and around your forearm. It hurts. And there's something much more painful than those points on the symbol. As you pull on it, you feel the tension in the cords. Mm-hmm. You, as you squeeze and you feel the tension of Walter's like gasps mm-hmm. as it shakes into your hand. You feel the family you've left behind. You just feel everything. It's awful. You your breathing is labored and your body is shaking and you're cold sweating as you sob give me a charisma saving throw wait your spellcasting modifier's wisdom isn't it oh yeah you should have been working out of that right um now. give me a wisdom saving throw no same, that's on me it's the same why are you apologizing I did it wrong oh, it's a 19 you pull and you pull and you like you just collapse back down again to your knees 
What's happening with Greta? As you fall back down. I think she's... She's landed on her knees again, and she's just, she's just, like, hunched over. And I, like, maybe, like, yeah, she's, she's just, like, just absolutely, like, hunched over, like, almost just face to the ground. Like, her forehead is almost on the ground, just, just hunched over, just trying to breathe, and, and I'll say she's, like, holding the hand that's, like, cut and, and, and bleeding. And just, just like crying softly and taking heavy breaths. I cannot remember the name of this NPC. Kitsia Yuki <laughs> <laughs> leans down. She kneels. This lady of the Fae kneels. Her knee brought low to an earth. She never has to touch, even though it's the wood of a boat. But we don't care. Mm-hmm. And it, down next door and you can feel the intensity of her presence burning on your neck. She leans down and a giant hand places five points down on the wood next to you. You can feel it. It's awful and burning next to you. She leans down and her lips get inches away from yours. Her hair falls around you and as it moves over your head, all light is obfuscated. Mm -hmm. It's like you are plunged into night and in her hair that moves perfectly around you like a curtain, you can see a veil of stars rotating. She just whispers, Get up, get up. Is this who you are? She stands up tall above you. Can I, can I say that? Greta puts, can I say that while she was kneeling, Greta puts the, the bloodied hand on oh, yeah. one of her knees and like pushes up with it. It hurts. What do you do, Greta? Who are you, Greta? Greta, she's just gonna look up, up. As you look up, it's like looking into the sun. All of a sudden, her face is shining at you. Your eyes blink and you flinch as you look at her. It's like she looks brighter than she's ever looked. Mm-hmm. And you look into her face. Her brilliant silver eyes burn back the hair around her head now looks less like a black veil of stars and more like a rainbow shimmering and changing in you. Tell them who tell you them are. Who you are. Who? Who do I tell? Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. There is no small stuff. They've lost their powers over you. Tell them who you are. You are. How do I tell them? Greta. Tell them. The darkness has no substance, Greta. No substance of its own. She's just gonna grab at it one more time with both hands, and like she she knows that it's it's she knows that it's sharp and it's it's gonna hurt, but she's gonna like 
grab it with both hands and try and get her, like, her hands under it. Because it's laying flat on her mm -hmm. chest. So she's going to try and dig her hands, like, inward and, and, like, twist them to get them under. And she's just going to close her eyes and just say, like, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm done. I, uh, and just Roll the play. What? Go for it. She's just going to, like, push it away from her and say, and say, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. And just. Say it from your heart. <laughs> Do it. You got it. Yeah, that's what she does. Okay. Two points of slashing, I or of piercing. I rolled as low as I possibly could. <laughs> and your fingers bleed as it streaks down your arm. As you push away on the cord, your muscles strain. You feel it in your back. It pulls on your neck, and it starts to burn. Like there's fire on your neck where it pulls. As you push forward, you hear the cords pull against you, and you feel a squeezing around your heart. And you hear a malignant voice that say you no. Have, uh. You hear a malignant voice that you have never no. heard say in your ear, "Who do you think you are to assist me? Say, get off! You belong get to off. me." And as you push, you strain. Forget the rolls. And the cord and I, snaps. I, I, and you you push the you push it. the symbol away, and it across the deck. And Greta. As, as she pushes it away, there's a on the boat, and like a shockwave comes out from away from her that is brown and green, just of energy. Pushes away, and Greta, you are like thrown backwards onto the deck, and you're... And you have these gasping breaths, and you suddenly feel like you breathe for the first time, and you don't know how long, and the air stings, and it hurts, and it is awful, and there is a wave of emotion. You killed them, and you feel it, and you feel the shame. You feel it all, like, pour out of your lungs and out of your eyes, and it is horrible. Roe, as the shockwave moves past you, you are knocked backward to your feet, and you, like, <coughs> cough from the malignant force, and, like, as the wave goes over, you you just feel shame and fear and awful things for a moment as it passes by. She, like, shudders by the helm, and as the shockwave moves toward her, it just parts around um, the curious wanderer's feet, just moving right by her. And Greta, as you... <coughs> Sit there. Could you hand me your character sheet? Oh. Could you hand me a I'm pencil? I'm so scared. You need an eraser? Yeah. No, I don't have both. I just need the eraser. Oh no, no, no. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. What is he raising? <laughs> Can I get the one with the I feel like lead? I, I lied. Oh. <laughs> You can just. What's great experience? <laughs> um, she's she's like coughing, and but she doesn't she doesn't know why. She's just <laughs> like it's like she suddenly realized what has been inhabiting her for years, and and like she's trying to cough it. She like feels like the remnants of it, and she's trying to just cough it out and and get it out. Like you know, you just feel like you needed to take a shower. <laughs> she's feeling that like on her insides, and then she's just looking at the. At this this fey lady with like like horror and and like just questions and like yeah just just horror and and begging with her eyes. You may tell the audience what's on your sheet, or you may say nothing. It's up to you. 
just up to you. We can keep going. We don't have to acknowledge it. You can say it. Whatever you want. I'm just, we're just going to keep going, I guess. And Greta, as the symbol falls there, just heavy on the deck. And you stand there on the boat, just panting, just... And she just stares at you, focus Her eyes flip back toward you, Ro, and she says, Can you hear it? She's talking about the symbol, right? You have no idea. I'm not oh. telling you, girl. We are deep in that role play. Oh. She just turns to you and she just says, And she smiles. Rose on. And she turns around and she starts walking toward the door. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm like involuntarily, I like stumble after. Say, wait, wait. She turns wait. back around to you, her head looking over her shoulder, her whole body turning elegantly to the side in a way that Zach can't even do. She smiles. Wait for what? Oh. And, and. Greta's eyes dart to the her the her necklace and then she looks back and can can you give me a focus she smiles shakes her head as her expression grows even wider and warmer I won't give you a chain. <laughs> she smiles warmly. I still want to get. Then find something worth casting. <laughs> Chin up, Greta. Yeah. Turns around. And she just smiles warmly one last time. She looks to the portal, and she says, Tell me if you find him. Mm. Call me again. Yeah. She treads toward the door, and she steps up into the portal, and that, like, veil envelops her like a bubble film, mm. and she presses into it. She's so clear and distinct, and that dress, like, rotates one last shade of, like, a deep blue cerulean, and she steps through, and then she's just a shade silhouette and the whole portal into nothing and then it's just like terrifying flashes all the all like the pieces of the back of the deck fly back together the mm. staff pulls back down where the crystal reformulates and just all gets stuck as i splack my mic uh, all of it just gets uh just pulled back below deck and the whole deck just reforms but the flowers are all still there hmm. and i was gonna ask that uh don't do it you guys are no no i'm not going to not no time. and i'm not gonna end the episode <laughs> um and the deck just pulls back together <laughs> she's gone and you guys are just left there shocked Gooper goes i think i just discovered my type Gooper, not the time sorry that was involuntary <laughs> yeah roll it felt like a sharp breath like oh <laughs> It's just 
<laughs> he just he just leaves the helm where it is and he just sits down behind just <laughs> the floor and stares out at the ocean just aghast. Ro runs you all are just on the to Greta. Ro runs to Greta and just if if she lets her just she, she, kind of she flinches away from any kind of touch. Sorry. So Ro, no, you don't, don't apologize, don't apologize for, your for your character. Respectfully, I cringe from um, your touch. Respectful cringe. Respectfully, I cringe. Okay? I cast cringe. Um, <laughs> Ro, like, and I feel like Ro almost kind of knows this about you, so she's she's very, like, she goes to, like, touch you, and then as you flinch, she just, and then she sits, like, <gasps> she sits, like, near you, but not, not, like, in your space, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, she sits closer to you, but, like, not, Greta's... like, in your bubble. Yeah. She's, Greta's gonna go and walk to the head of the boat and just... She's gonna sit on the rail. She's just gonna climb up on the rail and just sit there. Safely. I'm not gonna do that to you right now. That would be such a <laughs> stupid story moment. You now fall off and drown. And then you drown. swim. <laughs> <laughs> would you like um, a new character sheet? No, you just, uh, you just sit down at the edge of the railing and the, the waves just... All, all around you in the ocean all, spray gets up in your face and stings where your tears have been. And you notice out of the periphery of your vision those dark black tears staining in your face are clear now. All, all of a sudden, Roe kind of uh, flinches and it's kind of like... She's still like in shock, but she's kind of snapped out of it and she goes to the porthole and like opens it up and looks... Uh, to see if if everybody what's going is still on. out but they've all moved to like more natural positions it's less like just kind of falling over suddenly unconscious and everybody's in like sleeping positions hmm. breathing heavily it in a way you can't put your finger on it just looks much more peaceful now they all just look asleep instead of suddenly knocked unconscious yeah. and is the staff still in still the- there um, the roots are not covering every square inch now. They've protracted, they've retracted their usual, like, amount. And they're just supporting it. But the grooves are still everywhere. The bottom of the ship looks mm. wild. It's crazy. It looks like every inch <laughs> of, the shir- of the ship got termites, but only, like, a quarter of a centimeter in. Wow, that's cool. It's incredible. Oh it's in- beautiful looking. Is, is the box You know what? Let's get absolutely like insane with together. it. And in every single etched line, there are tiny, tiny minute flecks of emerald. Oh. That's cool. And the box is entirely reformed and the little door is flung open and bees are just one by one going into it. The box They're is all re- flowing, uh, flying back into the apiary. Until finally one last bee flies toward it, turns toward Ro, there's like a little and then moves back toward the toward the door, grabs it with two little legs and just No way. Close the door behind itself. And you say these guys don't have thumbs. That's oh. thumb action. That's <laughs> thumb action in my favor. Did seen it. Yeah, definite thumb action. <laughs> hey man, they got little claws. Okay, fine. Um. Uh, I love that it's a DD world where anything can happen. 
and then a bug closes a door and we're like, God, that's thumbs up. That's nothing. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's stupid. Okay. And that's not a critique because I kind of feel you. Thumb check. Well, especially because you're always like, you're like, and this is how the fish is because I know how fish are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I study them fishes. Yeah. Exactly. Dude. So everything yeah. biological is like super realistic. So when the bees have thumbs, it's like, yeah. I don't know about them thumb bees. <laughs> Well, I think it's funny because, like, the magic doesn't have, like, a real-life science behind it. So we're just like, yeah, sure, that can happen. But then when you're like, the bees did this, we're like, like, I don't know about that, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually a good way to put it, Jackie. Good point. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Ro just kind of closes it back and sits back up on the deck. No, she closed the, the lower the deck. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, the bee closed that too. They got big thumbs. All right. You're back. They got big thumbs. And Ro closes it and just kind of. She just kind of lays back on her back. Gotcha. What are Bug you guys down. doing? I'm sorry. Uh, she, Abby's having an understandable panic attack. Just keep rolling. <laughs> And I'm gonna like, have to I unclip like... that so hard on the audio, dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just the soft whimpering. All right, Jackie, please continue with your role play. And I, I mean, like it's like it's like seven ish now. Like I feel like the sun is like setting ish, right? Oh, I would say something, and but she... yes, Keen Mind, you are right. All hail. Okay. <laughs> Long may she um... reign. <laughs> and Roe just. Ro just takes she she's holding her loot in one hand because I don't think she ever really let go of it after the portal opened. I think it was just kind of in her hand. Um and she's holding that in one Ro, hand and then she puts it The crack is filled with <laughs> tiny little plant fibers. Um I feel like she's probably like tracing that with her finger mm. and noticing it as she's holding it in one hand. And she lays all the way back and then in her other hand, she grabs the symbol and just kind of watches the sky. Like her, both of her hands are full, like one hand is like holding the loot and the other is like clutched around the symbol and trying to figure it out. And she's just Huge staring clouds. up at the sky. like. It's like you're looking up in the water, up at the indigo sky, and huge clouds come swimming above you lazily, like creatures infinitely larger than some sort of a speck below. Shadows drift over the boat, then move beyond them as the warm sunlight meets you again, and the waves just... (laughs) It gets the boat. I know you just made a face. It's all good. Um, you just sit there. And Greta sits at the front, and you sit there. Spigiver sits on the deck for a little bit until he realizes he has to be helming, and he gets out a little compass and checks the heading, and then goes back to helming. It's the compass you gave him. Hmm. And the ship sails on. Does anyone else do anything on Bielskon the fifth? Um, Greta is like perched on the at the the peak of the ship. What is that called? The prow. It is a prow. The prow. She's like perched there, 
and she's sitting and, and thinking kind of how she she does um and she's gonna hold up her hand and and like she had practiced it like she had been practicing and, and kind of she had been getting kind of familiar with it and getting to kind of enjoy the process and, and learn it a little more she's gonna try and cast light She's, she like kind of traces her, her fingers in the way that she did when she, she does it. And I think she feels there, there's an absence and, and part of her feels there, there's a moment of, of like freedom and relief and, and light and she just feels much less burdened, but there's a, there's a great, when she tries to cast in, in something that she had just been getting used to, she, she feels that, that absence, and it's a, it's a very bittersweet moment. Row, anything else? I'd like to say where Ro laid down was like in a patch of hmm. the flowers that are still there. Because like that's, I think that's where Ro feels like most comfortable anyways. I think that's part of the reason like she does that before she sleeps instead of like having a bedroll. And I think she's just kind of laying there in the flowers and she eventually, like as she's watching the sky, she eventually just kind of falls asleep almost as it gets darker she falls asleep Greta do you as Ro falls asleep Uguber continues humming where do you end your day She's kind of feeling that absence, and she's grateful for it, but there's an incredible sadness and an incredible feeling of loss. I think for all of the, like, the reality of all that, that death that she's feeling with, like, a, a renewed, like, like, clearer vision, she's feeling that all again, and then the loss of her magic. And... She's going to think to what? How do you say it? Dave. Oh, not Dave. The pretty um, one. No, the prettier Dave. <laughs> Ki, Ki, David. Uh, no. Um, uh, the lady, the curious. Kitsia Yagi. Yeah. Kitsia Yagi. Kitsia? Kitsia. Yagi. Yagi. Okay. Yeah. And you just make everything soft. Kitsia Yagi. Kitsia Yagi. Okay. Yeah. She's nice. going to think of... of also, I'm sorry for my uh, deep and intense dedication to making uh, undifficult names. This I'm one sorry. hurts. This one hurts. I'm real into it. it I don't should know why. Be. You're all about those apostrophes. Yeah. If it's if if I ever look at a name and it sounds easy and easy to say, I'm like not good enough. You're like needs another needs another word. <laughs> Let's get a consonant in there. <laughs> um, 
She's gonna I'm think gonna of make a yeti named John. <laughs> John. <laughs> Campaign two character. <laughs> Bill. <sighs> boom, 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 boom. Sorry. No, you're good. That was funny. Sorry. Um, she's going to think of what she, the, the wonderful lady said about the instrument and, and what what she said. And she remembers the symbol that Alondra gave to Ro. And... It's half curiosity and it's half desperation. She's gonna kind of think and and meditate on that symbol like how she would she would have called old. Just to And I think I think uh, Yeah, I, I said I said half what did I say? Half something and um half, uh half like half curiosity yes, and half, and half desperation. desperation. I think that there's there's just a tiny bit of hope but just like side by side with that there's just a feeling of of, of comfort in knowing that it, it's like a light at the end of the tunnel mm. and a comfort in knowing that there is something a leaf in the sunlight in yeah. the forest of shadow. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just gonna sit and watch the sunset. And be all scorn the fifth and the six finds you all. Ro, you wake up on the deck of the ship. Greta, you wake up not in the position you were like when you were like falling asleep. You wake up like a couple feet back with your head uh, on like a series of there's some like hempen uh, fabric that's been laid on top of each other to make a pillow for you. You wake up with your head on the side of that and like a little blanket laid over you. Mm -hmm. You recognize the blanket as Begoober's because he likes sleeping on the floor. So it's the one he usually sleeps under. And when you wake up, Begoober is also up deck. Um, uh, And we've, we've established long in canon that Ro wakes up earlier than Greta, so Ro will wake up first. But um, Spaguber is asleep near the helm, mm. um, like just laying down beside it. And he's usually quite religious about getting to bed, but he's just asleep over there. And uh, Plof is at the helm, mm. and uh, she's awake, and Bill Freeze next to her. And he just has like a bit of awful tack that he's chewing on, looking out over the waves, kind of leaning an arm off the side. And nobody else is up there with you all. And Ro, you wake up first. Unless you just want to wake up first, but I assume you don't. But you tell me. Don't let me tell you. Shut up, damn boy. Thank you. I mean, unless something happens, I would say I wake up pretty early as like right as the sun is hitting my face. Makes sense, keen mind. But if you want to wake up earlier, you can't. All right, Ro, mm-hmm. you're up. What you doing? Um, I feel kind of probably disoriented because of falling asleep on the deck. That's not a thing that Ro usually does. And Your the flowers still awesome. there. Yep. And they've, yeah. they've sprouted a few new ones. <laughs> and they are just growing out of the deck now in patches. Ro is like, this is 
the most beautiful thing Ro has ever seen. She loves Also, this. when you um, get up, the flowers underneath you that should be crushed are just fine. <laughs> oh, my heart. Um, Ro kind of gets up and uh, sits up and and I feel like she probably still has like her loot and the symbol like clutched in her hand. Yeah. And she she takes the symbol and she kind of looks at it and she she realizes that other people are around and she tucks it in uh, her puts coat. it back in her book, yeah. And swings I'm sorry, her I don't know why I said those words and... for you. You're fully capable. Please forgive me. I don't know where it's okay. Sometimes you can help me out. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it's helpful, but just then I felt like it was rushing you and I never want to do that. Please words are me. hard. Words are hard. And uh, she slings her loot back over her back. She prestidigitates herself and walks up to um, the helm and looks Plof's at Bilfrey. And... Uh, Plof. Oh, sorry, sorry. So Bilfrey's at the side with an arm uh, laying over the side eating tack. Plof is at the helm. Oh, I thought they were both that. standing there next to each other. No, you said cloth and okay. Bill Fruit. No, and her hair is kind of like like the wind is blowing on it. And there's there's a there's a healthy wind this morning. Not a storm or anything, just healthy wind. Uh, there is um, ocean, nothing else. You guys are a dot on a blue horizon. So where where is Bill Free? Is he not at the helm too? No, just... he is. He is sitting at the side. Because remember, the helm, the the railing is like waist height for Greta and Greta alone. For everyone else on this ship. It's much lower. So he's like sitting at the edge with his arm resting over the side, uh, like kind of reclining. And he's just looking out at the waves, chewing on a bit of uh, attack. I, I go up to him, actually, okay. first. And I um, I kind of look at him and I say, uh, um, Morning, oh. I'm sorry. Uh, morning. Are, are you feeling all right? Do you need me to fix anything up? <laughs> Takes another bite of heart attack and he goes, I'm fine. I can always okay. take a good blow. Um, but um, the last thing I remember is going, uh, hitting the ground below the deck. And I woke up this yeah. morning, the staff was normal. Yeah. And everyone was fine. <laughs> Still no repulses, but. Yeah. You guys really are amazing. I don't uh, know how you guys I keep. Don't know about that. Saving everything. I mean, granted, they're problems you make half the time, but I don't know how you fix them so well. Take another bite. Yeah, I don't know if we if we fix we fix the um, problem at hand, but I don't know. It's kind of like patching a hole in a boat, right? <laughs> um, no, you guys are amazing. For now, for now, take another bite. Uh, is is Plus okay over there? Uh, is she feeling all right? He shoves the rest of the heart tech in his mouth, chews it all on one side of his cheek, and he goes, oh, she, she looks fine. She's staring good, so she can stay. She's fine. Okay. It's not a big of a deal. She hit her head. Looks back over the waves. You can see some poorly veiled threat in his eye as he looks over at the waves. I know... Um you and I and, and Cloth and I haven't really ever said much to each other, but if you ever need anything, uh, just let me know. He looks at um, you quite seriously in a moment and he goes, I'm not that wrong. Mm. Come on, you saved our lives in that storm. We saved us all yesterday. <laughs> I don't know much about your mum, and I get that she was some big deal. 
but as somebody with some serious issues surrounding his parents. You've got to quit living in that shadow. You're amazing, Ro. Just own it. You've saved us all mm. twice over. If I was caught in an alley with a knife at my throat, I'd shout your name. You've got my back. <laughs> You're one of us. You don't have to try to be. We're crew. Mm. He looks back at the waves. And he kind of like looks away from you, like, like, and he kind of like smacks his lip a little bit, like it kind of tastes bad to have all those nice words in his mouth and he just yeah. goes back to staring at the waves. <laughs> Some ocean spray gets in his face and he blinks really hard and he goes, Shh, ship is so short. <laughs> um, Ro just kind of nods and uh, um, I think she goes below deck. Okay. And looks to see if Tello is awake. Tello is um standing upright. None of his armor is on. Um, he's just wearing like kind of his like a uh, lighter silk clothes, and he's just sitting there with his hands on his hips in a very dad position, just staring <laughs> at the network, the like maze of carved marks in the boat with the emerald flecks on them going. marveling at them and when he notices you're there like one of the little elven ears twitches slightly and he like turns oh. and looks toward you and he goes <laughs> you know if nothing else Boz has a real future as an interior decorator <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so do we yeah. really not know where he is no but you guys were saying this um, has happened before well I don't I wasn't there uh. apparently it was before either one of us joined on with the fun guys um but he's weird so yeah i bet he's okay i, I hope he is are, are you are you okay um yeah as best as i can tell some like wild stuff went down yesterday and i probably want to know about it at some point but you can fill me in later yeah. i just remember getting a really good night's sleep weird dreams oh, that's good weird dreams a lot yeah. of Naked Craigs, and I didn't get what that was about. <laughs> Crying outside of a bathtub? I don't know. Maybe I need to talk to a cleric or something. Maybe I've got some sort of issues there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've never even had that experience. Ro is like... Ro, he gets a, like a genuine chuckle out of Ro, and she's not even sure why. She's just like... He just turns around really quickly and looks at you with just this like rakish smile. Like, he knows what he said was funny, and then he made you laugh. And he goes, I... I I just heard Boz talk about that once. That didn't happen. Now, my dreams mm. are weird. A lot of honey bread. It's good. I guess I miss it. Mm. Are you good? I hear you guys really went through it yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you're kind of getting used to, huh? <laughs> I think we met a fey person. Um, I think she might know Boz's Boz's lad, uh, the the guy that oh the big know, the, the big dude he talks friend. about. Yeah, I think I think she's maybe I don't know. I think she's something to him. She was looking for. There's him. like there's like a part of me that thinks that like you know I'm a part of this. I should like keep up with this stuff. And there's a part of me that thinks I can't. It's it's too it's it's a lot. I'm too behind. I'm just gonna. You guys tell me to throw a knife at something. I'll do it. That's enough. Oh, I. 
I um I I cast a I cast a, a spell that I had never cast before. That was weird. Really? It was like good yeah, job, it was bro. Like That's great. Yeah. I, I think it kind of is what brought her here. But uh, uh, speaking You're of, of really knives, I I thanks. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but uh, speaking of knives, I, I meant to give this to a while back, and then you know a lot of a lot of things happened. But um, sure. I uh, I had an idea of um. I got this off off the rogue, uh, off of the you know Dolgoff's rogue. Um, also, it's like this is so unimportant. But uh, just for the record, yeah. rogue's not like a position or title in the world. You know, like cleric is a job. Oh, it's not. And a wizard okay. is like a word for a caster, as is a sorcerer. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm just being legalistic. Okay. But like, like people okay. would know what a wizard or a sorcerer or a warlock or a cleric are because those are like titles and like people know that like yeah. oh like if you're privy to that knowledge you know what that like a, a wizard is an arcane caster and a monk is someone who studies an organization so there's like a social word for that like not barbarian well you could you could call someone a barbarian but it's like calling someone a barbarian right okay. so like you could call them a barbarian you could call them a warrior or fighter but you know what a cleric is because you know what a devout person who follows a deity is doesn't matter say so rogue all you want you... just for the record so what would you call someone? Like, what would we call what we bought? Like, what would we have called I mean, like, rogue isn't... You could call them a rogue, right? But you could call them many other things. Just for whatever that's worth. Like, you call them... Sneaky boy. Sneaky boy. I, know, I was literally about to say that. <laughs> or I, was like, to say, um, I got this off the sneaky guy. <laughs> or like, uh, like someone's marksman, or someone's uh, criminal, or someone's thief, go. or someone's They're assassin. Better. I like marksman. I like assassin, too. Okay, but, okay, uh, okay. But again, rogue isn't wrong. I'm not going to be like, you wouldn't know yeah. that. It's just, you know. Yeah. What are that's worth? Okay. I hopefully that wasn't okay. obnoxious. Carrying on with the scene I no. interrupted. It's a good it's a good note. Um Wow, Ro, uh, thanks. He walks up and he like looks expectantly about whatever you're gonna pull out. Um the the guy, you know, he, he took his daggers and I think he I don't know, I just thought you know, you wouldn't have to do it all Ro, the time, but Is it the dagger? No, it's not a dagger, but what if you like and she pulls out this pouch and she's like this is like a flask of i figured out it's like like a toxin like oh, a poison oh shut up and he pulls it away from you goes is it real <laughs> is it real Ro? yeah oh i'm going to so kill so I, many bad people okay. but Heck what i thought yeah. you could do what i thought you could do is you could dip your daggers in them but but the thing is he is like it'll run it, out like right like wafts it with his nose oh that's potent be careful and he, be careful and he goes uh, no, no no i'm i'm kind of familiar with this thing Okay, but here's the cool thing. Oh, is sorry, sorry, I yeah. thought, I thought once you run out, um, we could make like a paste out of all my my flowers because they're poisonous. He just holds up a, a big brown hand and gives you a five, <laughs> and just like, just nice. like, as you guys high five, and he goes, "Man, you are really smart, bro. Why weren't we doing yeah. that?" I, I don't know. It's so I feel like it would be so much easier to take down some people if we needed to. And he just kind of um, kneels down to your height and gives you a little side hug, and he goes, "Thanks, this is really <laughs> useful." And he like. Ties it with a cord to his side. So pauses. just just let me know when you when you need more and hey, we bro. can, you know, yeah. I'm really sorry. I just I don't remember whether I apologized to you yet. And I'm sure you don't want it, but I'm sorry, you know. It's um yeah, it's <sighs> I said the lies. There's... So they're yeah. mine, they're my responsibility. I did it. I meant all the stuff I said. The good stuff. With your mom. 
I, I know that, Teller. I, I, I truly do. Okay. I'm still trying to figure me this out. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I but trust. you I, definitely I belong here. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're great. And I should have told you that. You, you belong here too, Teller. I, I know. Yeah, no, I, I don't want that to feel like empty words, but you. No, 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 not from you guys. Yeah. Nothing's, nothing's empty from you guys. Um, <laughs> full of something maybe, but never empty. I just, um, <laughs> I just, uh, I've got stuff I've got to figure out, but yeah. that's my junk. So I just, you know, thanks. You guys are, you guys yeah. are great. We, I've, I'm learning, I'm learning recently that we, um, we all have things obviously that we have to figure out about ourselves and who we are but the good thing is at least we um we have each other for the for the moments in between i don't think any of us could do this without each other and we may be having to find ourselves and our our inner struggles but um yeah at least we have plus i mean like when i team up with you i get a bunch of poison so you know that's true and poison is fun it is fun i don't actually like killing people i just said that too funny but yeah anyway yeah i'm gonna go get some fresh air i mean i i don't either yeah it's yeah he just gives you like awkward high five and walks the ladder until it emerges uh greta morning winds stir you and you wake up I'm going to say, you know, so like morning and it's like very much morning and there's dew and the sun is pretty and the sky is pretty and it's still kind of cool, mm. you know, like right in the in-between where it's like, it's, it's starting to warm. Well, so like the morning starts and then it ramps up and then there's like 10 or 11 ish or mm -hmm. nine ish in that realm where it's like. It's just kind of warm and like the dew has gone and the clouds are gone and it's just kind of like like mm. mid-morning. Right? I'm re-listening to the campaign and this is bringing me back to a moment a very long time ago with you yeah. when I was like, what time do you get up, Greta? And you were like, well, you know, and you held up two yeah. arms in the air and you were like this. Yeah. And we just argued for five minutes about like, <laughs> Greta, what does that mean? And you're like, you know, the that. Okay, well. So that moment right in there. Yeah. Right, like, right as it's, <laughs> as it's fading from, like, she catches just the tail end of that morning, like, sunrise dew kind of era. Um, There's actually dew on all the grass and flowers around the Right. Pool. Well, no, because I don't know if the ocean would do Oh, okay, well, she wakes up in that wonderful... Shut up, damn boy, there's dew on the flowers. She wakes up in that, in that kind that of... That liminal space in between the times. Just, like, she wakes up just as it becomes that... Gotcha. That you are awake. Morning, afternoon. The warm sun is rolling over you. There's yeah. more clouds. There's clouds everywhere today, and it's windy. Yeah. It doesn't feel like rain. Just a yeah. cloudy, windy day. Okay. And it's funny because the wind is moving against the poor bed, and it doesn't matter. It's just chugging with its little arcane motors, just nice. through the water. Nice. Um, she's gonna like wake up in that little spot, and she's gonna like look around and like kind of see who's on deck. Um, Billfrey's looking over the edge. Poffs, helming. To be out nearby. Yeah. Um, Tello has just walked up, looks over the deck. He kind of clocks you with his eyes, but he just smiles and nods and 
just immediately looking at you. He's like, she doesn't need it right now. And he just looks somewhere else. She's going to crawl to like a really pretty red flower. In all things crawling. Uh, So you crawl toward a red flower. It's beautiful. It looks like a... How tall is it? Like, I want to lay on my head. Seven inches. I want to lay on my back. And look up at it? And look up at it. It droops down to the side. You know what? It's just this elaborate orchid. And the cool thing is every flower on the boat is different. And it's this elaborate splaying orchid with all these beautiful golden anthers coming out. Yes, yes. She's going to find a poppy. You find a poppy. And she's going to... Oh, a poppy. She's just going to lay down and look at the poppy. Beautiful. And I kind of want her to be like laying down and you almost can't see her. There's just like... It's not even a lump. There's just like... Like the this grass is This has real tall. like bonus action hide. There's nowhere to hide. No, 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 DM no, 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 it's no, no, in my no, no, features. No, no, no. no, no. DM. No. I mean like I gotcha. if the grass is is she's laying down in the in the tall grass that you have described as that seven inches tall. They're very small patches of it, but absolutely. Okay. Like a cat with one eye behind a house plant. Exactly. You are hidden. No, she's not trying to hide. She's I'm just, just messing to... with you, Abby. Absolutely. You're doing she's the thing just you're trying, trying to, to do. Yeah. Yeah, you're in it. I picture it and it is how I picture it. It's how you picture it. It is. She's just going to lay and look at the poppy. You're there in the flowers. How long? If you give me four hours, she'll move to a different flower. Okay. So that's what Greta's doing today. Yep. Importantly, your symbol is still sitting on the deck. No one has touched it. Okay. Does anybody try to touch it? You have no idea. It's there. Okay. It's just sitting there. Got it. Rose like, ooh, a new necklace. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Rose picks them up and goes, "It's that 100 kidding." <laughs> I am inevitable, and then puts it on her neck. <laughs> she becomes Thanos. <laughs> just kidding. Fine addition to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the campaign. She's just hunched okay. over with just like ten pounds of necklaces. <laughs> Um, does anyone else seek any well we are going to montage anyone mm. have any particular actions they're circling that day because we are about to pass what's today Today's the 5th 6th we are about to pass 10 days mm. what are you guys doing that time oh. how long do the flowers last uh mm. the whole time and they increase in number Slowly but surely, there are new flowers everywhere. Shpikuber's really, really into them. They're really pretty. And at some point, he goes, yeah, this could be a real problem. Because <laughs> they're, they're just starting to sprout and grow from places. Yeah. Um, Greta. We'll say for the first three and a half days, she is just going to alternate. She's going to, like, lay and lay on her back and look at the flowers, lay on her stomach and like, you know, put her hands up and like on her chin and look at the flowers. She's going to sit cross-legged and look down at the flowers and she's just going to move around and like study each flower with like, like concerning attention. Obsession. Yeah. She's just going to like, and she doesn't talk and she, she's not really eating and she's sleeping for like long periods of time. Like at a certain point, like, 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 I know I said three, but like, maybe like the fourth or fifth day, people are like, she's doing more sleeping than eating. Tello leaves you alone. He doesn't say a thing. Yeah. Wilfred and Ploff don't say a word to you. Um, also, Craig is there and he does Craig things and he's just crugging it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just crugging it. 
people just leave you alone. Maybe they're concerned looks, but yeah, everybody yeah. just gives you your space. Yeah. Um, at some point on the fourth day, uh, in your, in your, well, you're sleeping in Boz's bunk because he's just not there in his hammock. We'll say. And, no, you have your own. Never mind. I just remembered. Oh, with the crooked ladder. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in yours, and at some point you feel like a poking from outside of the, um, from outside of the, the, like cloth. Yeah. She kind of like she would start, but she hasn't eaten in a long time, so she's just kind of gonna like peek her head out. Um, there's a tiny little goblin looking up at mm. you. She goes, "Um, hey." Mm. is like thousand yard stare like yeah. she is inspecting the floor um except at you kind of cringes her expression a little bit looks down at the ground she does one of those do you remember a long time ago you wanted to learn how to throw a knife You, you look busy. I'll... You, you've got a lot... She starts turning to walk away. She takes a couple steps. She scrunches up her shoulders, and then she walks back to you. Greta, would you like to learn how to throw a knife with me? And she set the, like, throwing knife board that Craig split with the knife forever go up again at the other end of the boat. And she pulls out a blade. He goes... It'll be fun. And Greta's just been staring. And you're like, is she listening? I don't know. She just looks at me and she goes, Greta, come on. Yeah. Get out of the bunk. No. No. Okay. Okay. We're going to throw Stuff's knife. hard, bud. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to throw sharp things at other things. Yeah. Yeah. She just kind of reaches up yeah. a tiny little green hand. And I, I kind of like flop out of the bed. Okay. Oh, in a damaging way. <laughs> no, there's not going to be any damage. This is just for fun. Also, it was a tiny note, but forever ago when the Bazorzal Baz did the curse thing to you, that only lasts like 24 hours. Oh. So you can you can bring those hit points. I did not know up. that. Yeah, I didn't tell you oh, and right. I should have. Okay, okay, okay. Also, at some I point someone that mentions that Boz disappeared with the 14,000 platinum, but that's its own thing. Mm. So uh, what'd you get on the, on the uh, acrobatics check? You can be a saving throw if you want. Okay, um, that's a sick. You go, okay. <laughs> and mom goes, oh, and she just she just reaches down and like awkwardly pats your shoulder and she goes, there, there, mm -hmm. get up, yeah. get up now. And and she like, like real like, dead puppet like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like if you, I was a if I was a marionette. a marionette puppet and the person was trying to pretend like I was dead. That's how I look. Like awkwardly with one yeah. time. Like and it she starts just, from my back and I just kind of She oh. goes, I, I get that you're going through it, but we're gonna throw knives, so you need to like coordinate because <laughs> we're gonna stab somebody and Craig would probably be fine, but I don't know about everybody else. Right, right, okay. right, right, right. Can I have some bread? I don't Okay. <laughs> and then and like she catches herself for a moment and she goes <clears throat> Yes, of course. And she just takes a knife and she just like slits it back into something and she walks away. And she goes and finds a barrel, and you hear her muttering to herself, and she gets up on her tiny little clawed tiptoes. She reaches up a barrel. She can't see inside of it, so she just sticks an arm up over her head and rummages around. She pulls it back out with scales, and she goes, bread. She closes it, ties it back off, goes to the next one, uncorks it, reaches in, puts it back down, she wads over. 
Or Wall's over. She hands it to you. Brad. Thank you. I, I guess it's Brad. It's kind of close. Oh, all right. All right. Chew. <laughs> Chew, dude. Wow. Okay. Never had a pet. Okay. Uh, so that's the board. She holds okay. up a knife. Okay. Okay. Look at me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't make that face. Okay. That's not a knife throwing face. That's like a... I don't know what that face is. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Uh, look. So focus. Greta's gonna, she's going to close her eyes. And she's going to like come out with a really frowning face. Okay. It gets okay. better. Don't stab people. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Arms straight. Okay. Hold it by the tip. You have to... You have, no, don't take it from me. You're, you're not ready yet. Okay. Look at me. Okay. Okay. So bad. One arm straight. Hand over the elbow. Uh-huh. You're going to grab it by the tip. You're going to throw over the shoulder forward. Straight line. Bonk. Don't curve it. Bonk. Don't make a sound effect when you boink. throw it. That will... You're, you want to throw it where you're not seen. If you go boink, the enemies will hear you. Okay. Boink. And then she like she's giving you this really aggressive face. And your passive perception is pretty high, right? Yeah. You notice Tello sitting at the other end of the boat, and he's like looking, and you notice Nam's eyes look in his direction, and then he kind of gives her a slight gesture, and he like gives her a side eye and like tilts his head to his side, and she goes, Everybody learns at some point. You'll get it, champ. And she slides the knife back in. And out of your periphery, you can see him, like, nod with a very dad expression and look back at the board, acting like he's not paying attention. And she pulls a little wooden knife and she goes, the tip at the board. Okay. Throw. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a deep breath and, like, kind of shake a little bit. Take a bite of my bread. (laughs) Crumbs everywhere. Right. And I'm just, I'm gonna squint my eye. Mm Mm-hmm. And do a little practices. Mm-hmm. Like too many. Like one too many practices. <laughs> and at some point, Nam goes, oh, Okay, throw it. And then I throw it. Okay, roll to hit with dexterity. Mm-hmm. 16. <laughs> okay. And she goes, Throw it. And you just toss it. What does it look like as you throw it? I mean, you can just flick it. We don't have to get too far into it. We don't have to get into the weeds, but, it's, but you know, like, whatever you want to... I feel like Greta practices, and her practices are kind of, like, kind of flowy and, yeah. like, uh, like kind of weak. And then when Ro goes, just that, she, like, she, like, eh, like her Jerks movements become very sharp. Okay. Very sharp and, and, is and it sudden. Through the air? It's wood. It can't pierce the wood. But that split mark from Craig oh. is still there, and it... Into it. And she goes... Holy hell, death. Okay, wait, wait. And there's no one, like, there's no one around saying anything, but she goes, okay, everybody shut up. Do that again. She pulls out a knife and hands it to you. Okay. Do it again. it again. You don't need the wood one. Straight oh, arm. Okay. That was, that was like. Okay, I, I, I take a deep breath and I, I, no practices this time. I just chuck it. I don't know why, but roll it advantage. So that is a. 13. Okay. Right? Yeah. Just add, you just add your dex modifier. Yeah. Okay. Roll again. 13 and another 16. Okay. Right. The 
years. Wow. Um. Look at your art deck. What was in that? Okay. Um. Good. Thank you. She reaches over and she pats you awkwardly on the shoulder. Yeah. She reaches over and she just pulls out a knife. Hands it to you. It's a loner. I want oh, it back. Okay. Practice with it. Okay. Okay. I don't want to give you my good one, but take this no, one. No, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I take it. Okay. She walks over. She pulls out the the other metal one, pulls out the wooden one. And she like, has to pull on it really hard to it. <laughs> comes out. And then uh, at some point when she has to struggle to get it out, Craig goes, ha! And she turns around and she goes, she gives him a glare and he goes, like acts <laughs> like he wasn't saying anything. Um, and at some point, Tello walks by. And he looks up and he goes, Missing something? Hmm? And he holds up your insignia but <gasps> Come on. He climbs up the ladder. Okay. I'm gonna follow us. How long do you take? Hmm? How long do you take to follow? I I'll say I go and I put the knife in my bag. Okay. And I am like You go and you put the knife up, and before you can turn around to like to walk after him. Like his arms just pick you up and throw you over his shoulder, kind of like a sack of potatoes, like a dad with a kid, and you just yeah. flop over his shoulder. And then he climbs up, and then he sets you I down. I go completely alone. Yeah, <laughs> and he sets you down on the deck. He hands you the book, and he goes, "All right, complex verbs. We're mm -hmm. talking future, past tense today. Let's oh. get it down." Okay. And you guys start training. Yeah. Um, Ro, anything else with your time? Um. Also, I'd say like on Craig, Bilfrey, and Ploff do their workouts every morning. Mm, nice. Noise. Noise. Um, I was going to say road joins them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just green vomit Don't everywhere. <laughs> sorry, Ew. sorry. Sorry, Abby. No, that's so what? funny. That is so funny. Why is it green? green just because your skin is green doesn't mean you throw up green. Um, it's science. Uh, what, do you, what, do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Um, I'm going to say on like the fifth or sixth day... Well, first of all, she 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 pulls Tello and Spagoober aside. Okay. Because she feels like those are the two, like, Boz isn't here, so that, and Greta's <laughs> obviously going through something. Which two do I have so to mash like, together to get to get Boz? <laughs> yeah, she's like, guys. So you pull them aside, and um, at some point Spagoober goes, is this a secret meeting? And then Tello sits down and goes, <laughs> am I in trouble? Like, is it because no, I passed the note in class? I just... No, tell Um, I, I just, I got to thinking about something, and uh, I have, I have like, I have like 70 ish platinum on me. Holy crap! That I, that I, that I took from, you know, Dolgoff's half. Bird just smiles and nods and goes, nice. Um, <laughs> but um. Something that none of us have thought about, uh, and I didn't. Uh, Greta's going through it, and, and Craig's sleeping a lot, and I. We um. Craig walks by. Balls had. <laughs> Balls had like the whole fifteen thousand mm -hmm. that we acquired. Honest person. In unison, Spagoober goes, "That's fine," and at the exact same time, Taylor goes, <laughs> "Yeah, I know." Yeah. Like disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, 
I mean, like I think I think the seventy the seventy ish platinum I have can can obviously I mean, get us the, through. That's a lot of money. I really don't know. We're gonna be fine yeah. unless we're trying to make big purchases. That's a ton of money. I mean, I I wanted a few things, but I can I can hold off on those, I guess, until Basil B comes back. I'm oh. hopefully he comes back. I mean, he's he's, he's gonna is, come back. Basil always comes back. Yeah, he always comes back. He always comes back. Um, he's coming back. I can feel it. Yeah. So I think I think what I'm gonna do is um. I'm gonna, if it's all right with you guys, I'm, uh, I don't know, I think I might go just flying. I'm, Tello, I know you've, you've seen me do it. I, uh, if, oh, wow, yeah. You, I'll just, I'll just be gone a, a few hours, maybe I might do it every other day or so, and just make sure there's nothing like, uh, you know, too far off in the horizon that's bad, and just to clear my, clear my head too. Yeah, no problem. Um, so if you're looking for me, that's where I went. I don't, I don't want you guys to think that I gotcha. no, that's, disappeared that's a helpful as well. Yeah, that, that makes sense, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, All right. So yeah, and Shpagoober, let me know if you need me to look out for anything. Understood, Raul. No problem. <laughs> and uh, Ro just kind of walks off and she walks like to like the prowl of the ship and then she just kind of strums a little and she um, like turns... <laughs> it, well, no, it's gonna be sunshine on my oh, shoulders because that's what I always. Yeah. That's every time I play. Every time I turn into a bat, that's what I play. Not Freebird. Uh, um, <laughs> no, not Freebird. Disrespect on Mr. Skinner's I like, name. I like sunshine on my shoulders because it's. Hey, so, Jackie, we're joking. Go for it. No, no, no. I'm explaining why I do so, because it's like it's a bat, so you wouldn't ever think that oh, like yeah. sunshine, but like yeah, so Plenty it's like something real can't explain. Yeah, but like when oh, sorry, people stereotypically, yeah, no, I just, when you actually think of you, bat, so no, it's okay, it's okay. The image of a bat, you don't think yeah, is connected like to the, sunshine? With my like obsessive nerdiness, please keep going. Of a bot, we're talking about vibes, not your point, your point is legitimate. I'm so sorry. I took away from it. We're <laughs> we're talking vibes. What's, not the, what's the Batman uh, uh, from the Lego Movie? No parents. We're like. No, come on. Don't leave me in the dark here from the Lego movie when Batman like has a song or something. Uh, oh, I know okay. two Lego Batman quotes, but I don't know three. Uh, I've ruined this twice now. You turn into a bat. Save me from myself, Batman, Jackie. Yeah. Just save me from uh, myself. You turn into a bat. Foosh. Oh, yeah. So she, she does sunshine on my shoulders. The purple goes up. And as it does it, she turns into a bat. And she just like <laughs> The bat like rockets the, out of the smoke. That's sick. Yeah. Like off the prowl and like <laughs> into the air. And there's just like a and she does this, yeah. And she probably does this for um, she does this like probably every day. I'd say like right before sunset every day. Um, Open like cerulean blue. It's gorgeous, and um, the soundscape is overwhelming as a bat. Because uh, oh, I'm assuming yeah. you're going for like a classic like more Mupa day, so. Um, you just, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I did my biology <laughs> degree show. <laughs> no, but, um, you just, you fly over the Going landscape. Fruit it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. That'd be a very different experience. Um, do you, do you turn into fruit bat? Fruit bat? Fruit bat? Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause that's what I said. I originally turned oh, into the first time. Never mind. Ever Completely this. different. Sounds fine. You hear like a lot of other mammals. Your eyesight's phenomenal and you can see all around you. Also, you're freaking huge. 
Um, oh, that's cool. That's so so cool. Uh, you're just like a like a you're the size of a hawk, <laughs> gliding often. And there are these furious hard flaps, and you see over the landscape. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous blue all the time, and uh, um, it's just peaceful. It's just nice. It's relaxing. It's calming. It's gorgeous, and uh, ocean. Just a lot of ocean. Do you guys do? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Was there more? I was just going to say, she does that, like, until her polymorph, until she knows, because it's, like, up to one hour. Yeah. So, like, right, it, like, right up to the right up to the point where she knows um, it's going to run out. She always comes back. But, like, it's she does that to, like, ear her head. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. It's, uh, the infinite blue is very, you feel small in the best way, mm. you know? You feel... Like you're a part of something much bigger. And it's, it's nice. It's calming. Um, uh, Greta, from your study time, how voracious are you with the Uncinian in the course of these 10 days? Um, So I think in the past, Greta has just like absolutely, I mean, she would... Consumed it. Yeah, she would study for eight hours at a time. I think... Now she gets tired after, after like an hour or two, and then she's, you know, maybe like after like an hour and forty-five minutes of of conversation and studying, she she just kind of taps out. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can put uh, let's let's roll two d ten for me. Yeah, them. Can I see Rho does some navigation oh. with... Girl, I ain't gonna leave you out. That's a 10. Okay. 10 hours of Insinium. From both rolls? Yeah. Okay, sick. Got a 2 and an 8. Gotcha. 10, ten more hours of Insinium. Uh, Taylor tries very hard not to be overbearing, but he's almost like a little more encouraging than he needs to be. And he cuts back a couple times because he realizes he's overdoing it. Um, uh, do you continue to practice knife throwing with Nam? I try and practice when she's when she's not around. Okay. Greta, you're not bad. Um, hmm. How often do you do that? For how long? Can I say that just I kind of do it absentmindedly? And just, so maybe maybe like throughout the day just... Here and there? Well, Roll. no, I would say she's just she's just it's okay. I'll just pick. Ooh, um, can I? Oh yeah. Okay. I I would say like just over. Yeah, she kind of gets lost in like the trance of it, just over and over and over. Maybe like three or four hours every day. Okay. Just like. Um. Then go ahead and roll three or four hours every day. Go ahead and roll. Come on, math man. Three d twelve for me. Wow, you grabbed at that dice like a fish grabs at prey. Quick maths. Quick maths. That was a seven. I believe you. That was, so that, uh, 19. Okay. 19 hours of uh, knife throwing. You can put wow. that wherever you want to. Was it not... Was it Nam that was going to teach Greta lockpicking? 
at one point. Okay. Did you ask about that? No. Okay. Hello. Was it not? I could be wrong. Probably. Your memory's better than mine. I've been hitting the head a lot. Um, I am gonna, at some point, maybe on the fifth or sixth day, I'm gonna go up to Spagoober. And I'm gonna... I'm, I'm Spagoober! That's <laughs> 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 <Pass> me! <laughs> and I like to think that Greta announces herself with a cough. Uh, um, she's gonna say, hey, Spagoober. Hi, Greta. Do you have... Can I please... Do you have a novel I can read? Borrow. No, you're good. If it's you're okay. good. I lost, I lost my romance novel to that pirate guy. Oh, and I yeah. haven't got the new one. But I have... I mean, that one is a little steamy anyway. I have... I, let me go look. Let me go look. Nothing he, steamy. He just, uh, he just goes down <laughs> below deck. You can hear even through the wood. Just like a little... As he hums to himself. And at some point he climbs back up. Boom, 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 and he walks up and he goes, Okay, I've got two. Um, I'm in the course of reading one, so okay. that, you know, it's for me. <laughs> but I've got two others that you can pick from. Um, and Zach's going to make them up real quick. And he goes, you know, I like me some Sylvia Minogue. So uh, one is called um, uh, Through the Daisies. And uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, two farmers falling in love. You don't seem excited about that. No, 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 no. No, it's okay no, if you're not. No, I said, I said, oh. It's like a little, it's, it's, it's kind of campy. It's one of our early ones. I don't know if it's good to the others, but it's sweet. You know, it's, it's got that simple thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get The characters that. are cute. Yeah. Um, and then I have. I have a historical fiction. Um, it's called uh, Majesty. It's like a little compilation of stories uh, from the Majestic Company. Mm. I heard you mm -hmm. guys talking about that a while back and with some guy you met. I don't know. But um, the, it's like stories from that old adventuring party all compiled. And it describes like what they did and stuff. So do you want to do you want to read that one? Is that what, is that what you want to read? Uh, you're making gestures at me, but I don't know what you're doing, Greta. Do <laughs> no, you want to read end, that one? That was me. That was not Greta. Greta, she kind of perks up at that one. She says, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. You said all historical right. It's a fiction? page turner. It's really good. Okay. So what he did is he hands it to you. And it's it's like a heavy, thick uh -huh. tome, nice. a what dark brown cover. Uh, but on the front, there's this green like sword or something with yeah. fire on it. Yeah. I don't know. It's supposed yeah. to look flashy. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like a really minimal title. And then um, there's no author's title on the front, so it's like mysterious. But then mm. it's in huge on the back. Okay, um, but okay, on the okay. front, it's it just says in like bold green text, Majesty. Mm. And uh, uh, he just goes, it's really good. What's he the author's went, name? Um, <laughs> Zacchaeus. <laughs> Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus Patan. Um, Zacchaeus Pat. <laughs> and uh, I love it, it goes, he's a bit dry at times. I get the feeling he's a real nerd. <laughs> but he worked really hard to compile all these stories. And, and then he kind of flavors them up. Like, you can tell when he's making stuff up, but it's in, like, a good way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Shpagoober. Of course. Okay. I feel like at the same time, he yeah, goes, like okay. And then, and then she just turns without saying a word. Yeah. And it's just, they're cool. It's yeah. their dynamic. She's just going to plop down and just read the book. It's good. It is dry at times. <laughs> but, like, the issue is that the author spends way too much time on, like, details. Um, he, uh, he, like, like, there's times where he spends, like, forever trying to describe, like, exactly what item he believes everyone had in the party. 
but um, yeah. he does a really good job yeah. of characterization. Mm. You can tell he's supposing a lot of stuff. Also, mm. you notice Vilek is a very important character, pretty mischaracterized, but an interesting character that he makes up nonetheless, you know? Like the impression he mm-hmm. gets, you know, I have to edit this. <laughs> um, the impression that he gets from like different tales <laughs> is a little off the target, but no, it's fine. Uh, is a little off the target, but um, but like fascinating all the same. And there's this really fun, like, you can see the distance between the real Valek, but this other Valek is a very interesting character. Yeah. And each member of, of the party is fascinatingly described, and it just goes into, it's just like, it's like an anthology of different, like, supposed yeah. tales from them. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really fun. That sounds awesome. You consume it voraciously. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah? Meta. You're yeah. Okay. Um, so you read that? Well, and your time is well spent. Um, Ro, yes. uh, you can put on your navigation stuff. Um, there's not that much to learn on it, but let's say, could you roll 3d6 for me? And as you practice the navigation with Spaguber, it's less about like long, detailed practice and much and more about like just doing it really often. There's concepts to learn, but it's just about applying it really constantly. That's a 16. 16 hours of practice you can put in your column. Heck yeah. I got two sixes and a four. Well, that's a really great roll. Is there anything else which you practice or spend your time on that doesn't need to be? We've been going for a while. I'm just checking. Okay. Oh, she counting. Yep, I don't know what that is. Count, count, count. One, <laughs> two. How many? Yeah. I forgot. What did you say when it comes to our skills? Like how many hours we need for? Uh, it's in the Discord. Things. It's in the home rule section. So why don't I look oh, that up right. while you that's tell right. me more about role playing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there, is there anything else that you focus on or spend your time on? I I go up to. To Greta, like That's it's helpful. been a while. It's like day eight mm-hmm. because I I've gotten to know Greta and I know that she doesn't she doesn't want my she doesn't want like my like she doesn't want people to like press the data to touch her talk to her. But it's like day eight now, and I've noticed she's been like doing some things like throwing knives and all. <laughs> And I Sorry. and I go up to her. Sentence. We'll say that I've I've I'm reading the book. Okay. And you've you've no, I've been like reading it a lot. <clears throat> mm. Hey Greta, I'm. Well, hi. Hi, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh hi. Um, I just I I just I'm I don't I don't. I know uh, you and I are different in how we how we process things mm. a lot. And at the mm-hmm. same time, I think we're similar because yeah. as much as I like to talk about things, I know I don't like to talk about, um, like, you know. Um, mm. yeah. It's just we were the we were the two up on deck when that happened, and I just wanted to mm. I wanted to just uh, just check on you. And and if you don't want to talk or anything, then that I one hundred percent get that. I just I felt like enough time had passed that I wanted to just say hi. <laughs> um, yeah. I. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where to go from here. Hmm. How about you? Have you been um, able to hear it? <laughs> I, I don't... I, um... I think I've been uh, subconsciously not trying to hear it, and mm. I don't know why. Yeah, I get um, that. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm afraid or... I don't... Uh, it's hard when, uh, you know, everyone's been telling me, oh, you, you don't have to live up to your mom and, and asking me, like, who I am. And I know, I know you get that. Uh, it's just when someone asks you, who are you? It's, um, it's a question you think you could easily answer. And yeah. then you realize it's, might be the most difficult question you've ever been asked and yeah i'm i don't know i think it's like there's there's all kinds of curtains and somebody asks what are you and you say your name and then somebody asks what are you and you say oh i'm you know you would say i'm a bard and then you'd say oh i'm a green bottle and then people there's just curtains and curtains and curtains. And then if someone can pull through all the curtains, it's almost like we, we don't even know what's behind the last curtain. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a really good way of putting it, Greta. Okay. Um, You'll figure it out. You will too, Greta. You'll... No matter who you are, um just you as a person and your heart um even if you strip down the magic and everything else you're one of the most powerful mm -hmm. living beings i've ever met and again that's maybe um also uh on on another note i i learned uh i've never i've never i've never uh, tried it before until uh, earlier, but um, I figured out uh, with with uh, you know my my cleaning thing that I can I can reverse it and uh, no I can I can make I can make things dirtier too. Really? So uh, can you make a pile so you of dirt that, right there? You can. you can. You can spoil things or cleanse things. It's a part of presentation. <laughs> What were you on when you wrote this spell? Chill. <laughs> also, this spell can make you taller and it can make you richer, and also it can do your homework and it can clean your socks and it can take you to the store. Also, it can pet your dog. Like, chill, dude, chill. It's a cantrip. Um, and never gonna be worried about making something broken again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done now. Please get back to your important role. Play. And I, I know that. I know that magic is uh, touchy right now, but I just thought if you ever are feeling a little too clean, maybe mm -hmm. I can yeah. grimy. Yeah, there's definitely not enough might. dirt on this boat. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. Spooner's um, nearby, and he just kind of cringes <laughs> as he hears you say that, but he just keeps doing whatever he's doing. Aww. And like, Ro, you just notice that out of the corner over Greta. Greta doesn't see it, but he just kind of like cringes and nods and whispers something to himself and just goes back to whatever he's reading. <laughs> 
But yeah, I'm 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 here if you need me to grind me anything up or thank you. Just talk or thanks. I know you like I know you like languages. If you yeah. ever want to, I mean, I don't know many. I know you know a lot, but Not I guess I can many. teach you. Everything I'm just giant or something. I don't you know. You know giant? Uh, yeah. Wow. Can you say something in giant? God. And this is funny because Ro has Greta. Never mind. What? Greta fully like has had a conversation with Ro and Giant uh, before. Uh. DM what's something the giant <laughs> it is a harsh guttural language yeah <laughs> I'm trying to think of something in like Rose voice even it's making my brain hurt um she's like <laughs> I don't know go like, well that play confidence roll that play Klishof Nicho Klishof Nicho did I do it? What did Tell I say? Up in the air and goes, that <laughs> That's a French joke. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's not a good one. Um, it means. Did someone fart? Cannon. Cannon. Push off nipple. Did somebody fart? Yeah, that's cannon. And that's inspiration, Jack. Yeah, actually, I think that was Craig. <laughs> I think it was Craig. It's somewhere, kind of perpetual. Somewhere on the boat, Craig gets like a he gets like a shiver down his back and he goes, "His ears catch me. on fire." I am summoned. <laughs> that was good. That was good. No, I would. Yeah, I would love to learn. Yeah. Thank you, Ro. Anytime, Greta. Yeah. Do you have two of those symbols? Um, the symbol. I kind of lower maker? my lower my voice a little bit. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I have. Well, uh, the first one I got was um from from Conage and Alondra. I they said it was like a key, possibly, and then um the second one Janice gave to me. And I think it's uh, some sort of, well, <laughs> now I'm not really sure. Uh, that's the one I wear on my neck now, and it's yeah. apparently it's some sort of instrument. The instrument. And I was also, I was also, uh, Janice maybe alluded to the fact that it was like some sort of uh, contact device between the maker. I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I have the other one. Um, I can't really attune to both at the same time, I've learned. Hmm. I keep the one that, that Janice gave to me. It's um, I keep it around the chain on my neck. I, I feel like I'm a little more connected yeah. to it anyway. I Okay. Uh, I keep this one, and she takes out the other one that's not on a chain. That's the one that Conage gave her. And, um, I, uh, I don't know, I, I keep it close to my chest because of the whole thing that, that happened with the dream, but I don't, I mean, if I have this one, and she's like holding both in her hands now, one in each hand, she goes, if I have, if I have this one, and it's supposedly an instrument, um, 
I suppose this... Like... I don't know, maybe you... Could get... Some use out of it. Um... Do you... Do you want it, Greta? I would. I... I think it would be... Of good use. I mean, it's just in my pocket now, and... And I have this one to focus on, apparently. Mm. Um, it just, uh, let shot, me know right? if, yeah, let me know if you find or hear anything. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Not the mysteries. I'll let you know, too. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe yeah. it'll connect us somehow. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. If we both have one or... I don't know, just here. I think I think it would be better in your hands anyway. Thank you. And she takes it. It's alec and heavy. Um beautiful in its symmetry and it feels heavy in your hand. Mm. Does it feel feels like metal? It's just it's just heavy. It feels like as heavy as it should be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. It just feels like metal. I mean, there might be emotions associated, but it just feels yeah like metal. Okay. Ask real quick. I don't remember at the moment. Were they different in any way? Like, didn't you were. say they were different or something? Absolutely. And that's going to be the kind of detail that Zach doesn't have right now. So if you guys remember, let okay, me know. Okay, that's fine. I, yeah, I, I think one. I'm sure think, they had significant descriptions. But, uh. I believe the one from Janice is Electrum. That I, 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 if I remember correctly, the one from Janice is special. Yeah. I don't want to say the Alondra oh. one isn't. I mean, they're all important, yeah. but I, I want to say it's yeah. just like a no. steel, like. Yeah, the Janice one was I mean, like extra special. Like I didn't want. Well, I didn't want it to like come across like that. Like, no, I was no, like, no, no. But that's how it. Um, that's how mean, it like, was I'm in the role play. Remember what they look like. Yeah. We can we can review it yeah. a later time. Yeah. Um. Okay. okay yeah. So, Greta, you have that symbol. You can put that in your inventory if you yep. like. You already have. What is done? Because it has been days. What is done with the symbol of Bashapa? Because no one touches it. <laughs> it's on the deck. How long do you leave it for? Just go ahead and tell me that. I'll say if Greta if Greta and Nam play with knives on the first first day, the fourth day. The fourth or the first? The fourth. Okay. Way and before then, then, on about like this halfway through the third. Um Shibuguber comes and finds you mm-hmm. at some point. Which we'll back it up at some yeah, point. Yeah. And he goes, Hi Greta. Um mm-hmm. I, you guys are like you're really powerful now. You've mm-hmm. learned all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. and um, Greta's looking at a flower. You you have you're like really good at the magics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I like a lot of the really crazy things happen on this ship, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I mean, I'm I'm learning to roll with it. Yeah. And you know what? You the whole ship kind of exploded, and then it went yeah. back together. So you guys are good at this. Yeah. But I don't. That that symbol and he mm. points toward it has been on the deck for a while. Is it gonna do things or? 
like should I be worried? No, yeah, no, yeah. I can. It's like can... a cast it into the fire kind of moment. Yes, yeah, no. I can definitely move that. Um, I don't, I don't know what needs to be done with that. But... Yeah, no, 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 no. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Not trying to pressure you. I just. No, 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 no. That has real big cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. I can even have somebody else take care of it if you need to. Ooh, I just. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Uh... If you need to let me leave you to it, I can. I just. No, I, I got it. And, and she's going to like marionette herself up off of the ground okay. and go over and grab it by the string. Okay, you walk over to it the moment you do. You feel its weight. Mm. Like just being near it. Okay, you okay. You pick it up by the strings and as you pick it up, string feels like you wore it on your neck for decades yeah it felt fine as you hold it in your hand it feels the leather feels cracked hard like it almost feels like it's cutting your hand again mm. and the place where it cut your hands days ago like burns again mm. as you pick it up what, what is it weighing half a pound yeah. if that less but as you pick it up it feels heavy and you like mm. have to strain a little bit to lift it you hold it there and it gently rotates and you just hear kind of in your head like I am going to carry it over to the deck, okay, to the edge of the boat. Okay, so you, boom, boom, <laughs> the edge of the boat. Um, and I am going to... Hold it over the waves, which is just... Oh, is it over the waves, or is it just kind of like... Yeah, no, it's okay. over the waves. You hold your small arm out, and there's just... <laughs> waves going by, spraying near it. And I'm going to think of old for a second, and okay. I'm going to say... Wait in your left hand. Yeah. I'm going to say, got something for you. And I'm just going to like re- like bring my arm back and chuck it as far as Oh I my goodness. Just yeah. You can hear in your head. <laughs> yas, girl. And the necklace just goes. Slay queen. And it just. Slay queen. And red eye. Symbol. Double inspiration. Double inspiration. Is that a thing? It is right Double now. Double inspiration. Two Double checks, girl. Double Two inspiration. Checks. As it just goes. Yeah, it does. And it sinks. And you get both a pain and a little lighter breath. Yeah. And I, when you turn back around, Shapikuber has this big proud oh. smile on his face, and then he sees you and he goes, nothing. And he goes back to what oh. he's doing. <laughs> Um, and so we, uh, unless you want more of that moment, we can go back to. No, I think I'm going to go down below deck. Okay. And I'm going to grab the staff of Karkrin. Okay. And I'm going to hold yeah, it. Next to your bunk, okay. And I'm going to try to cast... Tongue. Let's, before we get there, you pick it up. Yeah. Hold her off metal, and you feel this like thrumming, like. <laughs> like you feel every heartbeat. Mm. And your arms feel heavier as you hold it. As if something's pulling them down, mm. they also feel stronger. Like you mm. feel the power. As you turn the figurine toward you, you can see it's like, it's just metal. It's like it catches extra light, as an allure and a thrum. You feel it kind of like beckoning. 
Hmm. Do you try to cast with it? I'm going to try and cast light. I'm going to hold it, it in one hand. And then I'm going to like do my little finger dance with the others. Kind of, I, the movements like kind of start okay. with my fingers smaller. You start tracing the fingers. You feel like you. Oh, a, a, a wave of foam from the ocean. Sort of like. And like a sudden breeze comes below the deck. And like you feel the cool wind past you. And you can smell the brine. It like raises the hairs on your skin. And you feel like a. Feel a presence kind of enter. And as you start dancing your fingers, see the lines tracing, you feel the magic again. It's okay, okay. B- before I eat, before it, it... You haven't completed this. You feel it. I, I, so I, I feel it. And maybe just like... Like, like the light is there for just a second or maybe it's it's it not even there it starts to flare from your fingertips yeah. the slightest I, tinge of red I, yeah ooh, ooh. and I, I am gonna drop the staff <laughs> and like a couple people turn around on the deck and kind of look at you I ca- <coughs> <laughs> Every, everyone looks away awkwardly but Nam goes <coughs> and rolls over <laughs> the it's on the ground <laughs> and as it hits the deck you hear that <laughs> feel that thrum a couple more times like deep bass. Um, I'm gonna pick it up and lean it back against where it was, Boom. and just go about my day. Okay. Back up to that presence, that yeah. last sixteenth day. We've been going for quite some time. We don't have to do anything more. Any final things that you guys do or try or anything? Because we can totally move on. There's no pressure. I just want to. I always want to leave it open. Don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be like. Yeah. And that's it. And you guys were holding on. To something and else. scene. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Any last things? I think I'm all thinged out. Ro. Um. I think I'm like. Like, how many days did you say it's been? We're just we're just going to at the tail end. Okay. 13, 16, oh, I was in there. Yeah, it's like one and, of the in, in terms of fun, 10 yeah. we started from 6 to yeah, okay. That was enough. Yeah, Please yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. So, it's been like a while. It's been like 11 or 12 days or whatever and mm-hmm. she um I think before she goes to sleep one night and I kind of like to think that Roe has been like going up top to sleep on the flowers. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because she, I mean, she would just be casting plant growth anyway, um, uh, like under deck. And it is deck. very slow. It's still just sections, small patches, but they are slowly yeah. growing denser. And Spagoober kind of gets worried. And you notice him once or twice when he doesn't think anyone's there. He tries to pick a few and mm. get them off. Definitely times Greta's not up deck. And he picks some of them off and throws them away. And once or twice you catch him doing this and he like breathes a sigh of relief and then he walks back and they've regrown and he's just like, all right. And, but uh, yeah, they're, they're there and they're staying and there's like little strips of them now. Small, but dancing. Going slightly I think 
Maybe Roe puts out her bed a little bit, like as far as like her plant growth bed on top of it, because maybe it's a little harder than yeah, no, normal. Yeah, you're good. However, how are you interact with it? And um, I think she's been kind of sleeping up there, and I think on like whatever night, it's been like well over a week, um, she gets out the symbol that it's like the only time she's gotten it out besides when Greta asked for although I mean that was maker? just a few days ago because that was yeah symbol of the maker okay like you the, get it out this is in the evening or in the day yeah this is in the evening this okay. is like right before she goes to bed when there's only like one other person up on deck gotcha. and she's going to sleep um and it's really the only time she's gotten it out besides a couple days ago when she gave the other one to to Greta yeah um and she just kind of stares at it for a while until she tries to fall asleep. Gotcha. And she's like trying to hear. And you and listen. Feel. And you hear waves. Waves and wind. With that, that is definitely Adventure 74. What an mm-hmm. episode. Guys. Wow. The Patreon. It's cool. Go to it if you Call want. Call that Adventure 74. No pressure. Uh, show yeah. the podcast to people you like if you want to. Um, uh, I don't know. Any, any other important shout outs? Any messages, folks? I think, uh, Abby, if if you're cool with it, I think you should uh, take a picture of your symbol and put it up on the <gasps> Patreon. Yes. That's a great yeah. idea. I think that would be That's a, a really cool, cool thing idea. for the yeah. patrons. Yeah. Especially and if you want to text that to me or Jackie, we, yeah. we can upload it. We'll yeah. put it on a white paper. Because after that oh, episode, yeah. I think that's a cool thing to... Uh, Good idea, Jackie. For the patrons. And guys, people. what a reason to subscribe to the Patreon. Right? For real. I don't remember what all the tiers are right now, but I know one of them is like two bucks. So, But also... Yeah. It's just like one cup of coffee a month. <laughs> don't know. We can't sink that low. Uh, but... um. What do you mean? Of good marketing tactics? We can't get better, guys. I was I don't know. It wasn't like, a good joke. I'm going to keep it. I was thinking but, I paid more than that for a Red Bull today. Yeah, I, Look, it wasn't a good yeah. comment. The DM doesn't always nail it. We're moving on. Zach's embarrassed. Um, we, <laughs> what Jackie said was normal and what Zach said was weird. Let's just keep going. Guys, the Patreon if you want. What was that you said about bats? What? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, come on, man. I worked so hard for you. But for real listeners, genuinely, no pressure. What we really want is for you guys to just be a part of the story. So you contribute by listening um, and hopefully you contribute far more. If you have to choose between subscribing to our Patreon and going and making a wonderful story with someone else, mm. choose the second one. Make you don't have story. to choose, but if you want to, way better to do the second one. Love people, care about them, invite them to your table, make a story with them. Mm. Um, and life is an incredible story <gasps> and you listen are a very important part of it. Yeah, yeah. Skibbity-wop-em-dada. Skibbity-wop-em-dada, guys. <laughs> Wop-em-dada.